to Adults Talking Anime Plus, a place where adults talk anime, video games, comic books, and whatever else we want. I am your resident adult, Inga Draper, and today, back at it again, I have Jelena V7, or aka Jelena. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still here, so yeah. I'm doing all right. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited. So this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode. Uh, we're going to be talking Final Fantasy VII, the remake. I think you all know I've been waiting weeks at this point to fully <laughs> talk about it, uh, which I'm very excited about. Now, finally, Jelena's finished the game, and we can get down to business. But before we fully jump into that, we're actually going to play Q and Anime. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't, don't, it, nothing's gonna, it's not going to be what is your top five favorite anime. Oh, gosh. So. <laughs> Q and Anime. Q and Anime. Q and anime. Q and anime. Your first question for Q and anime is Ichiraku Ramen or Whack Donald's? <laughs> Ooh, interesting. <laughs> You're like tailoring it now. Uh, I mean, we're, we're throwing some stuff in there. I mean, uh, uh, I, I want to go with maybe, uh, I mean, Whack Donald's always looks really good. Ichiraku mm -hmm. Ramen too, but I... I I crack up. I laugh every time Whack Donald's comes on screen. Every time. It's always funny. It's never not funny. So I'm going to go with Whack Donald's. <laughs> I love that. That's super great. All right. And that's Lily's Animal Crossing Island. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. And once I saw it, I was like, oh my God, she's a true one. She's a true yeah. one. <laughs> All right. Question two Shinobi or Wizard? Um. <laughs> I guess I'll go with uh, Shinobi. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I've asked this question about two times at this point now, and everybody said Shinobi. Yeah, I think Wizard's very vague. I don't know. Any kind of wizard. I don't know. I mean, I actually said Shinobi, too, when somebody turned the question around on me. Oh, okay. They were like, what would you pick? And yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I I okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Shinobi is dope why not who wouldn't want to be some form of like a super elite ninja yeah. <laughs> exactly i possibly a lot more shinobi than i do wizards so that's like true i technically cosplay wizards because lucy is a celestial wizard uh in fairy tales so that's and i don't know i'm a diehard fairy tailor and i would be in the fairy tale guild so if I, Sabrina, which is cut. That's true. I'm always, I've been a lot of like witches recently. <laughs> so yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I still said Shinobi, but maybe I'm a liar. I think it just, it varies. Okay. Sailor Moon or My Little Ponies? Oh, Sailor Moon. <laughs> of course. Why did I even ask that one? <laughs> I had some My Little Ponies as a kid, but... Sailor Moon. I didn't want to yeah. grow up and be a My Little Pony. Like. <laughs> you didn't? <laughs> I'm like, you don't want to go to BronyCon? Yeah, no, no. Not there. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. We're just going to make this one full. Uh, this is just going to be a four question Q and anime. And the last one is, if you had a catchphrase, if you're an anime character and you had a catchphrase, what would your catchphrase be? Oh, good God. Um, that's not it, but that's a great catchphrase. <laughs> I love that. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> is that it? That's 
Oh my gosh, I love it. That's perfect. Well, between so far, all the so far out of all of the uh, catchphrases I have, these these would go great together. Oh, um, my, one, my one friend said his would be "Catch me outside." How about that? Oh <laughs> if you my listen, gosh. yeah. <laughs> if you guys listen to Matt's episode, that was his catchphrase uh, in this upcoming episode, which people may or may have not heard. Technically, not heard because it's not out yet. But uh, Ryan and my brother answer it and. Ryan's is a very weird noise and oh I don't, <laughs> and I don't think I don't have right now. I cannot remember what my brother said. So, you know, whatever. If you guys listen to those episodes, look for that section. It's very, very funny. I, I do feel uh, like actually right now my catchphrase would be something along the lines of like, that's a hard no. I feel like I'm saying that a lot lately. Yes. Like, hard no. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. Uh... <laughs> I, I mean, that's a good one too. You're like, mm, that's a hard no, I'm not doing it. I love it. That's a really good one, too. Okay, well, you nailed it. You killed Q and anime. Oh, I did a lot better this time than last time. I, I made it easier, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely think I made it a little bit easier, but also the questions are going to vary. If you guys want to uh, add your own questions for me to ask during Q and anime, go ahead and check out the Discord. There is a section in there that says uh, Q and anime questions or plus ultra. I don't know. It's sort of involved, evolved into the Q and anime. And now we're, we're bouncing between, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, if you guys want to ask questions or have me ask whatever the random questions are, go check out the Discord, Adults Talking Anime Plus. And that was my plug. <laughs> All right, let's get down to business. Let's right. talk Final Fantasy VII Remake in all of its glory. I, I would like to even just start from the beginning to the end, but I think my first question to you is, what's your overall, now that you finished the game, what's your overall opinion? Okay, um, I will say I did finish it about two weeks ago, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, with all the stuff with, I lost, or I didn't lose it, my phone died and all this stuff yeah. happened, and I just have not been able to... Uh, let you know that I'm in and ready to do this. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. my overall opinion is, I mean, it's a great game, really. Yeah. I mean, just overall, I, I can't give a negative overall opinion on it. Like, mm -hmm. it's great. It's a, it's beautiful and, and fantastical and, and yeah. immersive and um, great overall game, really. That's good. Yeah. All right. Is, was there a but or anything? I feel like it just is, or is that like just overall opinions, great game? Overall, I mean, an overall opinion is kind of vague, right? I mean, yeah, that's true. Someone that's just true. wanted the, you know, should I play it? Yes. Uh, play gotcha. it. I would definitely recommend it 100%. Yeah. Whether or not you've played the original or not, mm -hmm. like, it's it's great either way. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have complaints, but overall. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. Like, I honestly, you don't even know. I'm so excited to like get it. I just, I don't want to jump straight to it. I think we should say, part of me wants to say like some of the positives, or maybe we should sort of mix it in like positive, negative, and then try yeah. to end on a positive or, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, do we just complain first? get it all the way and then talk about it. <laughs> exactly. We're like, we're going to just really complain. And then yeah. we get to like the good stuff. Just be giddy. Yeah, exactly. And just be like, this is great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess what's, we can start at the very beginning. So okay. did it, with that opening scene, I mean, did you, because like me personally, I got super goosebumps. I was oh, yeah. so excited. It was very like, it kind of did like induce a ton of nostalgia for me, but then it was just so beautiful that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm very much into this game. Oh yeah. No, I mean, it took my breath away. It was just that 
that pan in on on Midgar, like we've never seen it before. Um, yeah, and I, I just remember like sitting there, kind of like vibrating, like this <laughs> happening. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, we kind of played the demo, which had you know given a little bit, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there's something about putting the full disc in and yes. just having that opening be. Uh, it's it feels like I've seen that opening so many times, just never on that scale. You know, never like this before. And yeah, I was yeah. just like, breathlessly you know this is it we're here how long has it been i have too long long. (laughs) absolutely too long yeah i i uh i also i felt i felt very similar uh how did you i don't know i guess i'm just trying to get some of the overall like beginning feels and did you feel like there was any like major deviations right in the beginning or did you kind of feel like uh even that first mission was it felt more in depth i guess Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's hard because I can't, you know, when did I play the original game? It was like 20 years ago almost at this point. Yeah. 15, 16, 17 years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I can't say exactly like, oh, this exact line is new or this isn't. But definitely from that very beginning mission, that first bombing mission, um, like the trio with yeah. Biggs and Wedge, is just a whole new ball game. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never felt... I really wasn't attached to them in any way in the original game. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't dislike them or anything. But well, like, they were nothing. They were just like side yeah. PC characters. Yeah. You're they like, were, great. like a tutorial character. Like, you know, like you're, you know, they were just there to kind of fill the void before you got your real party members, essentially. Like, exactly. And, uh, but within moments of the new game beginning, you're already, mm-hmm. you know, team. Jesse Biggs and Wedge. I know. Man, they really did a good job. They did yeah. such a good job of making you really feel like, I don't know, a camaraderie with them. And they were yeah. really, really likable, which I thought was, how impressive is that? Like, I think, you know, obviously the plate falls. I'm going to say it. Yeah. <laughs> the plate falls. And technically, technically, these are my air quotes. Uh, <laughs> everybody dies. I don't know. Not by everybody. I mean, like Jesse, uh, Wedge, and Biggs die. I guess maybe, maybe. or not. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> my exact maybe. I don't really know. Um... <laughs> I mean, that's you're like. Wait, did any of this happen? Yeah. What well, real? Who knows anymore? <laughs> sort of. I'm I'm sort of uh, amused and impressed by how they made Jesse and Biggs and Wedge so likable. And you spend the whole time being like, this is so tragic. I really like them. And I know what's going to happen to them. Yes. It just makes every interaction with them so much more poignant. Like, just like, oh, like, Biggs will say something and you're like, oh, he's like, I just, you know, like he does that whole, like, I feel like something bad's going to happen. No, you're just like, you're oh, like, boy, no. And like, but then it's almost like as, you know, if you're, if you're a new player, obviously you don't know. I mean, at this point, someone's probably just dickishly spoiled that for you. But like, you know, yes. if you're a new player and you don't know, you're just like, oh, I really like these people. And then you yeah. get to the plate and you're like, oh, no, but you know, they can't be dead, right? It's like, I'm trying yeah. to do it from a new perspective. Uh, and then if you're a returning player, it's it makes their, your relationship with them so much 
stronger because you're like, oh no, I know what's going to happen to them. But then they kind of switcheroo it at the end. So you're like, wait, yeah. like, you're, like, you're wait. playing with my feelings here. Like, <laughs> I, I know this. the emotions were insane. I guess we'll just jump to this part for a second, just since we're kind okay. of talking about yeah, Avalanche. Not to. Um, but so as the plate, so I don't know if this was me or just me, or if maybe you felt this way when you were playing too. Uh, as you're running up the plate to like save or not save, but to go join Barrett in the fighting, yeah. did you not at one point hope that there was a way to save Jesse or or we- uh, not Wedge? Because Wedge, oh my God, Wedge wasn't okay. there. Oh, but also how insane was the part where I was like, oh my God, they're about to show us him falling to his death yeah. off of this tower. I was having a mini freak out. I was like, yeah. oh, and then he gets caught by that that rope or that it tangled in yeah. a wire and then just kind of bounces to the ground. I, my heart, my heart literally just started pounding. Yeah. Well, it was a strange tone, I guess. It was like, crazy. It's almost like they have like an ax over their head the whole game. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, the plate falls and they die but I can't remember exact the exact like moments or like you know I couldn't like pinpoint in my head exactly when it happened so every after a certain point is is this where they die like it's where the game kills because you know obviously things have shifted a little bit to be more Mm -hmm. dramatic and you're like Mm -hmm. is this where they die is this the moment is this moment you're spending the whole time being like is this when it happens from a certain (laughs) point on that it's stressful oh Um, my god yeah so many of those wedge in particular. Oh. you're like what and then it's funny because i had a moment and i'm like i feel like wedge might not be about to die. like i had a moment where i'm like are they gonna save wedge and i remember thinking <laughs> of all people like what like i'm thinking to myself like i guess they could save wedge and like never mention him again like could he potentially yeah. just like retire somewhere and like because yeah. i'm so thinking funny. You know, at this point whatever they change can't affect the overall you know mm-hmm. of course that's what i'm thinking at, at that point in the beginning yeah. now things have changed but uh of course yeah no it's like you're you're uh you're going up those and you're just assuming obviously at this point you're gonna find biggs and and jesse yeah. like and Biggs's death was honestly probably the hardest. Like that, I don't know why they made Biggs so like, like the little like where he just like reaches out and yeah. like, like oh my god, <laughs> I was like crying. <laughs> oh my gosh, I so I I think I was going through uh, the seven stages of grief maybe yeah. because at one point I'm like no 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 okay we just saved we saved Wedge no what we. Biggs, we can save Biggs too. I'm over there like running in circles around the tower and I'm like, I'll pick him up. I'll pick him up. We'll just run down really quick. We'll run down, get him some help, and then I'll, I'll run back up. I got this area, right? We got this. Yeah, I was like, come on. I can, I'm just going to run him back down. I was like, actually, what, what if we just like jump off? We're not that high. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was definitely like bargaining and then I was like, okay, okay, maybe we come back and get him. No, maybe somebody else will get him. Yeah, I mean, like, but they made it such a, like, poignant, like, death. And I think oh, yeah. playing with your, with your, because you go into it and there's not a, there's not even a part of you at that point when he's talking to you and, uh, and then, yeah, he kind of reaches out. Like, I mean, like, there's a moment and then he keeps going with the, with what he's saying to you and yeah. it's really sad. And there's not a part of you that says, oh, this is just a game and he's going to come back to life. Like when you're watching something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you already know he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, this is real. Obviously, yeah. it does not turn out to be. But 
it, it plays with you in that way. They're able to give it a very, like, a very satisfyingly, like, oh, I really believe this right now because why wouldn't I? Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's – Yeah, Wedge, I'm thinking – Maybe he did kind of like, you know, I'm thinking it's been a while. Like maybe he got crushed by the plate itself, which is mm-hmm. what they sort of show happening. Yes. Like, I guess it doesn't happen. So it's like, yeah. oh, it there. So even when he gets saved, I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, he dodged the bullet, but there's going to be another one coming. You know? Oh, I know. You're like, oh, God. They're like, why did they? Why? I think because then they really set you up. They like really get you when uh, when he's running back for his cats. Yes. Like I First of all, as a, as a pet owner, I yeah. totally get it. Like, I would also probably run back under a plate that's falling on my head to save my dog because I'm a crazy person. But uh, when he was going, I was like, no, Wedge, leave the cats. <laughs> leave the cats. Your creepy-ass cats. <laughs> what were they? Like, Reggie Smalls and... Oh. It's like somebody was like Mr. Something. Wasn't there like a Mr. Somebody? I don't remember. I don't know. They were all like, they were just their names, but like slightly off, right? It was like Reggie Smalls. And I don't know. Oh, that's so, I didn't even pick up on that. That's <laughs> hilarious. I did not, I didn't even pick up on that at all. Yeah. I'll have to look at, I'll have to, well, cause I totally, okay. So I'm going to skip to this question. Anyway, we're bouncing around you guys. Sorry. It's not as focused, but I'm going to ask, would do you do you want to play it again even though you've played it and you finished it would you play it again would i play it again well i feel like obviously they're like oh play it again on hard mode for yes manuscripts which yeah it, it opens up, it opens up different conversations so like you so like you might have had a conversation with jesse but like if you play it on hard and you meet certain um criteria it will open up a different conversation, something like more in depth or something just like a little fancier that you didn't get to see the first time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I kind of just wish those conversations were already in it. Like, True. I get where it branches because yeah. that's where I would like to just hop back and play like Wall Market again because there's a branch there. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I like that. But like, if it's just added content, it's kind of annoying. I have to go back and play it again just to get well. It. You do know that, so now that you've beaten the game, you can just go back to chapters. So you don't actually have to start, like, because obviously the one mission I probably would not go back and play again is the very beginning. Like, I wouldn't play that intro mission again. Yeah, exactly. Don't need to. Um, I, but I would, I mean, I agree with you on the wall market scene. Ugh, the wall market scene was incredible. Mm -hmm. But like, there's apparently manuscripts in every chapter. And what's it seems as though I've already gotten two of them somehow without playing it i don't know how that happened but it's the events it's uh so like so basically the manuscripts are also achievements so like you'll notice on your playstation that when you do something and you i don't know you made a certain choice or whatever it'll be like achieved uh, you know achievement unlocked blah 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 so like uh when you're getting like when you're trying to get Aerith's dress and you talk to specific people or you choose to go on like a specific mission you'll unlock like this one path but in that whole mission there's technically three paths so you automatically get those first manuscripts just because of the the path you went down I guess because like I did do every side mission Mm. and it says that I completed every side mission except for the ones in Walmart that branch because you can only do certain set of side missions in Walmart. Yeah. So essentially, I would have to 
it's almost like I don't want to say I got feel punished for doing all the side missions. But it's yeah, like, maybe I wasn't supposed to do side missions on my first playthrough. Was that something I was supposed to wait for hard mode to then do it all? Because I'm gonna play the exact same game over again, really. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't want to do some of these fights again harder. Like I don't want to do the Hell House again. Like I just, oh, I know. I don't want to do, do that on normal again, let alone on hard. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, well, I mean, I just figure I'll give it a couple of months, but I'm also, yeah. you know, obviously Haley's playing through it. I mean, she hasn't played it in a while, but she will. So I'm going to watch her play through it again. Yeah. And then I'm going to play it again. But it'll be nice to watch her play because I can like kind of focus on other things that I might not have been um, able to focus on when I was playing myself. I mean, Walmart in general. So obviously that dance mini game, right? Oh, the dance mini game is amazing. Yeah. It's great. And insane. But, like, when I'm playing it, I'm like, I just want to watch what's happening, but I'm I stressed know. about hitting these buttons. So, like, Haley's over exactly. here laughing. She happened to be in the room while we did it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to press these buttons the right time, and I can't figure it actually out. I actually did fine in, like, the practice, and then the actual yeah. no feedback for if you're getting it correct or not, I guess. I know. Oh. It didn't matter in the end. Aerith was like, wow, you did that. I'm like, Oh, yeah. well, it's, you'll see. There is there is actually feedback. If you do well, you get a different reaction. If you yeah. don't do so hot, you get I mean, like, while you're playing it, like, while you're doing it, there's not really oh, yeah. a good, like, button, like, like, yeah, good, you got it. It's yeah. Like, I don't really know if I get it, but, and I was like really stressed out because I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be like the original game and this will be like a mini game and this is going to affect what kind of, if, you know, what Cloud's chances are of getting picked at the end. Like, am I going to oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get the panties from this or like the crown, you know, is this, what am I getting? <laughs> and so I was like freaking out, like, I need to stay, you know, I, I need to go back and redo it. If yeah. Well, and then like, obviously that had nothing to do with anything. It didn't matter how well you did on that. It was just for fun, which is great. That's so funny. Well, um, actually it did. Um, it does actually uh, change what Cloud's wearing. Not no fully. <laughs> it does. No, it hundred percent does because I did not great on one of them. And his, he was wearing the, uh, the pigtails and the really spiky hair. Uh -huh. And it looks, it, it looks kind of not good. But then if you do good, like if you do way better, like if you only miss like one or two, cause see, I watched my brother play it and he did way better than I did. And cloud was actually prettier. He, they changed his hair. They didn't like have, it was still a little spiky, but it looked way more nat, like not as natural. They still kind of made him look like a dude and his dress was better. So cloud actually has different dress options well, yeah, too. But that, that's not what affects it though. Like, I that, thought it was. Isn't it? Yeah, no, it's like, it depends on what missions you do. Um, I thought so that's what affected Aerith's dress. In sector five. So if uh, you do all the missions in sector five that you get Aerith's, um, like best dress, I guess. Yes. Dress, which I got because I did all the side missions. And yeah. then in Wall Market, you there's like a branching story. So if you like go one direction first, essentially, if you talk to Johnny right when you see him, yes, you get a different set of side missions. And if you do those, you get a certain dress. And mm -hmm. if you do, if you don't talk to Johnny first, if you go another direction and do those side missions, you get a different yeah. dress. And I can't remember what the third dress is. I think it's like if you don't do missions. If you don't do any of the missions and you just try to like go. Even though I don't think that's really, uh, I don't think that's really an option to just not do it. Yeah. It might, yeah, but, it's something to do with if you do the, um, but yeah, no, that's how you get Cloud's different dresses, apparently. 
So Interesting. Funny, for some reason, I thought it did have something to do with the dance, but either way. <laughs> if you help Johnny out, because I saw Johnny and I went, oh, I want to explore first. So I didn't yeah. get right away. So I didn't gotcha. get whatever. I don't know what goes on on that side of the, the missions. It's a lot. I had, when I I ended up doing it um, when I played, I did Johnny's missions. I didn't even actually realize that there was a whole other set of side missions that you could yeah. do that didn't have anything to do with Johnny. But like, yeah, I did the whole. I he made you run around a lot, and it depends on like your magic and stuff has to be at certain places and blah blah blah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It was still fun, but yeah, I I found myself doing like a lot. There wasn't a lot that I skipped. I would just do yeah. all the missions in each sector. Yeah. And just kind of play that way. So that's why I, I didn't actually care that much about playing it on hard either. But my brother, he couldn't help himself. So I just kind of rewatched him play the game on hard. So that's how yeah. I just saw a bunch of the extra side material. Yeah. No, it's it's funny, too, if you don't do, because I obviously I didn't do Johnny's missions. So uh, because you can't like it's just like it just locks you out. And yeah, a different batch of missions than you got but like those people like i'm assuming it has to do with like all the sick people around town it does yeah are still there and i was like running around like how do i fix these people like this clearly <laughs> is for a reason and at the end i'm like i guess those people are just sick like i don't know like you guys are sick but um uh no uh, I, so that's funny it's still in there all that so it's yeah like missing something but so that's why, yeah. why I, I had to look that part up because i was like what is happening here i feel like i'm missing something but absolutely it's a complete because I got on cloud I got the um I I think it's considered the best one I don't know I kind of like his like more boudoir dress I guess but yeah one but uh light purple one I guess yeah had, like, I think the I know hair was down in the back and he had like the yeah color. I think you might I mean that might be the best or, or is yeah. it it's like backless sort of it's got like a triangle in the back I don't know and then I but then there's another one that's not good not as good yeah I think it's this one Oh, that one. Yeah. yeah that's the one you get if you do Johnny's missions, I think. I think you might be, because that's his, uh, okay, now I don't know what I'm even looking at. Purple dress oh, is the best dress for Cloud. And then, yeah, and he has three, just like Aerith has three also. Yeah. I can't remember what the third dress looks I think it's, it's like I think it's very plain. Like, it's the it same thing. Like the original dress, almost like it's just yeah, like probably <laughs> purple taffeta. Like <laughs> yes, exactly. Also, how happy were you that uh, that they kind that they did that scene so well? Like that it wasn't like which could have really gone badly, which yeah. could have been overtly offensive, but they really like upped it and made it yeah. so beautiful, so fun. I think it it has to be probably my favorite part of the game. Yeah, it was really interesting because it was the moment. I mean, Walmart get in general is the moment where you go, they cannot keep everything. I mean, yeah. I'd love it if they did. There's a part of me that would. But, like, there's, like, there's, like, a weird, like, the gangbang and all that. Like, you know, you can't yeah. that. Like, well, how are you going to do that in this, you know, modern technology? Like, you can't just pan up and pretend it didn't happen, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, when they're weird block figures it doesn't feel as real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just like, what's happening? And then, <laughs> but yeah. And then this, it was like, they still kind of kept the rooms, but they kept them a little more like cute. Yes. I mean, well, I did do, you know, I did watch that honeybee girl's butt for a really long time, trying to guess the shape she was making or whatever. Oh my God, <laughs> me too. Same. I was like, I had triangle? <laughs> I got it right, but I wasn't confident on it. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's so funny. Johnny's dad or whatever who was in Yes, there. Johnny's dad. Did you keep in each room? Yeah, definitely. 
and uh, that's what was it uh palmer or somebody one of those yeah like, getting spanked yeah. or something i think yeah. or no he passed out he didn't he running around or something i don't know yeah it kept so silly. but yeah not the one yeah not the one where cloud gets like drugged and something happens to him oh yeah that's and super not, that's yeah, super not weird. The one where he has like you know a orgy with a bunch of like muscly dudes i don't know yeah <laughs> all those things out uh <laughs> But then they added in like a very explicit hand massaging scene. So uh. <gasps> that is ex- that was exactly what I was just about to say. I was going to say, what did what about that weird massage? <laughs> like, uh, okay. I paid for the like the top one because I'm like, I mean, in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna Cloud's gonna get picked. I'm thinking these things all matter. You know? Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, this might be important, so I'm paying the full price. And then I go to like, oh my gosh, like. They went all out on that. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> and I think the, the thing that got me was just the weird moans. I was like, everybody, chill out. <laughs> everybody needs to chill out oh my right God. now. Close, just like, like you could tell he's kind of like, why is this happening to me? But also, wow, oh, this is happening. Like, oh you know, my like, God, uh, might have. I mean, did, did he? I mean, he got like a literal hand job, just like yeah. How insane! It was. She's like, ooh. I'm like, I cannot. What's happening right now? And of course, so I was playing at home, and my we were playing downstairs, and it's an open kitchen. So I was playing into like the den, uh, into the den, into this open kitchen area. And of course, like my mom's like cooking dinner in the background as this like weird moaning. I'm like, oh no. I'm like, I'm an adult, but this is so bizarre, right? He's like. (laughs) Honestly, kind of cute little noises, and you're like, "Oh, honey, like what is happening? Like, it, it's a hand massage." <laughs> like, oh man, oh, I mean, they're all like, like dazed. Like, I know, and I love that Aaron's like, "Um, how was it?" Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's so wild. Like, I love it. Like, oh yeah, definitely. Like, I know what goes on in here, like. That's so funny. Like, yeah. Her for like five seconds just because you, Cloud is completely like out of it. For <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I love. I mean, it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Wall Market was amazing. That whole area. I, I mean, I loved. I did like everything about it. I liked yeah. the fights. I mean, you yeah. know, working your way up through the fight house or whatever. Like, well, the, yeah. the fight yeah. arena, whatever. And then just like these side missions. And so the the funny part is my brother is kind of like a completionist. So he was jumping back and forth so that he could play uh, all the scenes and just do the things he needed to do to like get everybody's, you know, to get everybody's dress. Yeah. But the, the worst thing is, so on my first playthrough, I got Aerith's best dress. Yeah. Obviously, if you do all the missions, you get the you get the best dress. Yeah, the red, beautiful dress. Oh, that red, gorgeous dress that people go crazy over. Like, literally, you're like, oh, my God, she's so beautiful, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But then my brother played it, so he, he had to get the worst dress because you have to get all three to fully finish it. Mm-hmm. And he got the worst dress. And people treat her so badly. It's so what? sad. They're so <laughs> mean to her. They're like... They're mean to her, but the dress oh, is hideous. No. You're like, there's no way you fought and you supposedly won a million bells, and this is our bells. Oh my god, a million bells! They're in Animal Crossing now, apparently. <laughs> oh my gosh. What am I? What am I really wanting to it's talk about? Able, apparently, we'll make the dress for her. <laughs> it was. It was the Able Sisters. Yeah, yeah. 
Not known for their sexy designs. Oh my God, my head. I went straight to hell. <laughs> you know where my brain's at. It's all Animal Crossing all yeah. the time. That's so funny. Uh, but yeah, it doesn't a million dollars or whatever the yeah. currency of Midgar is. You're, you're looking for Gil. Thank you, Gil. Jeez. <laughs> like uh, dollars? I don't know. <laughs> Rupees? Are we playing? What are we playing? <laughs> <laughs> isn't that zelda's money yeah yeah okay. I, I should have been breaking some pots <laughs> oh my gosh so funny um but yeah sector so i think honestly that was such a delight that dance scene is incredible uh andre is incredible i love him i love andre rodea oh love him it was here's, here's where it's interesting right so like i feel like i i see where they tried and I commend them for it and that they made like the top honeybee person a man. Like, yeah. like he's like the top performer. Like, yeah. I found that very interesting because I don't remember there being, like it was always like, you know, just these girls, like these really sexy girls and like, yeah. they flipped it in that the top performer at the honeybee is a dude. Like, I also thought he was the owner though too, right? Or I no? Not that, but like when you go and you talk to the, oh, he might be both. That's pretty funny. But no, um, <laughs> You talk to the guy at the desk, he's like, oh, no, like, that's, like, our top guy. Like, he says, he, he only talks to, like, special customers. Like, oh, like, oh I thought he was just, because isn't Don Corneo on the Honeybee Inn? Oh, I thought Don Corneo was just the the sleazy rich dude who was in the yeah, show. But maybe, I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he owns the Honeybee Inn. So I think Andrea's just, like, the top guy. But that being said. I feel like that did a lot, but on the other hand, I found the honeybee boys. Honeybee yeah. boys? Is that what The honey boys. Oh, I love it. I hope that's and what it they're called. Like, I felt like they should have been a little less clothed. Oh, yeah. That felt a little weird. Like, the girls are wearing these little tiny things, and then the guys are wearing, they look like they're waiters or something. Like, or at least sure. just something kind of sexier. Like, what Andrea Rodea is wearing. Even when uh, he was wearing, he just had, you know, just a little bit of a deep V. Even that would have been, but it just felt like, they weren't even trying to make the honeybee guys look – they look like waiters. Like, they just weren't, like – even if they weren't – you know, I'm not saying – I say, like, oh, they should be a little more scantily clad, like some little shorts or something. But even if they sure. did, even if they were fully covered but just in a sexier outfit, like, would have worked a little more for me. But I agree. I think uh, – I don't know if you've ever seen Thunder from Down Under. Thunder from Down Under. Like the like – the, uh, <laughs> show yeah, no, it's not a I mean kind of yeah. technically a strip show but yeah it's yeah. like in Vegas yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I they mean so they don't get fully they don't get fully nude I mean they do yeah. get down to like some bikini briefs yeah. or not really well thongish bikini briefs but I, I mean we could have done with like but you know they start off in like chaps or something like if they're a cowboy yeah. so yeah. I'm thinking you know we could have lived in that realm where they just don't fully strip yeah the girls are wearing like a the outfit doesn't even make sense like i don't know how it even stays on like the guys like could they've just been wearing like booty shorts with their outfit yes. that would have fixed everything like, like, those boys. Yeah, like exactly. that would have fixed it all for me and the fact that yeah andrea rodea is the only is the one in the only sexy outfit i'm like no wonder he's the top guy because the rest of the guys look like waiters like yeah true they're not impressive at all like what is happening like so that's, that's just my so two cents. Funny. Like, that's I, thing. I love it. And next time, because they have to, here's my thing. In part two, I feel like you should be able to go back. You have to be able to go back to Walmart. I hope you can. I'm sure you probably won't be able to. But I, I guess in my dreams, 
it would be nice if somehow you could. Yeah. But next time, have the dudes wearing less clothes. All right. Yeah. Pretty sure. That's that's always. That's just should be a general. Uh, the dudes should be wearing less clothes. If the girls are wearing not very much clothes, take some clothes off the dudes. Exactly. It should be equal opportunity on equal clothing. Opportunity. Yeah. The fan service is fine as long as it's equal opportunity fan service. That's what 100%, I'm hundred percent. I agree. That's, <laughs> that's the theme. Equal opportunity. Yeah. If everybody's going to be naked, then everybody's naked. Like the honeybee girls, they look super cute. They did. But they were cute. just like, those guys should be on equal. They should be equally <laughs> unclothed right now. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. You know, it's really funny. So I just, for some reason, my mind just jumped to, and of course now I can't think of his name, the, the boy who's, uh, the, the boy who's souping up our materia or like how you're getting your summons. What is this? Is it, is it Chadley? Chadley. Oh, I've been calling him everything, but Chadley. That's his name. I I hope it is. Uh, it could be. Chadley sounds right. Yeah, we're going to go with Chadley. Yeah, we're just going to call him Chadley. If it's not, you know, I have to say something wrong, at least one thing wrong during the episode, or it's not an adults talking anime. <laughs> yelling, like, like, oh my God, Chadley, like, how are you here? Like, he just would tell everyone around. Yeah, exactly. So I was chatting with Ryan. Um, I don't know why. I think a couple of weeks ago when he was on the podcast and we like briefly talked about Final Fantasy VII. Oh, wait, we did the final. It was Ryan who did the Final Fantasy VII podcast. Uh, The the only up to, you know, Section 5 or Sector 5, excuse me. Um, Sector 5, Walmart, whatever, wherever we were. He only played up to a certain point. I can't remember his life. (laughs) <laughs> but he goes, he goes, oh, that Android. And I was like, what? I thought he was just a, I thought he was a boy. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A boy. Uh, he's just a boy. Cause I think he dropped that spoiler. <laughs> and I, then I, didn't... The spo- I don't think, I think he is just a boy. Like, no, he, he is an Android. Uh, is so Android? If you, yeah, if you play on hard or if you, did you, uh, when you got to the Shinra building, did you do the whole fight uh, simulator? I mean, I did only the amount that I had to do for that. Yeah, you have to go. So if you beat it all the way to the end, I think even on normal mode, it it will all of a sudden reveal that Chadley is an android. I mean, and like, that's was, not surprising, I guess. Because it was kind of like, I thought he was an android, and then he was like, I'm an intern. But I'm like, oh, I guess he's not an android. So I guess the spoiler is that, yeah, your first guess of being an android is actually correct like that's i didn't think he was an android i was just like some weird kid wearing a monocle i don't know i mean like i kind of just jokingly thought he was an android but i mean like we clearly have the capabilities of very uh very high tech like uh androids yeah it's absolutely utilized that much in the world i guess i kind of just thought reeve was just like it was like a pet project of his to make very uh very uh, high quality, uh, like robots, I guess. But clearly, there's more than just a weird cat thing running around. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he did. Yeah, he reveals himself to be an android, and uh, and that he actually, but he'd learned because, like, so he wasn't a, a quote unquote spy. We don't have a whole Kate Sith situation happening. Uh, but uh, but he was like, no, I I just I've adapted, and I hate Shinra too. So I'm yeah. gonna help you guys. You're like, oh, okay, great. What a weird inclusion. Like, so weird. I hate it, but I'm kind of like, why? I mean, (laughs) I want 
<laughs> he was weird. He kind of creeped me out. I mean, he was. He was strange. And I'm just like, what's you, happening? Now you've opened up the door to androids being around. Oh, yeah. Like, like I said, obviously we already had Kate. But yeah. and the Mog, but or I guess the Mog's not an android. The Mog, no, I feel like the Mog's also a robot. I don't know. Is he or are they things? I don't. It's fantasy. Who knows? <laughs> Kate, Sith, Kate Sith is a robot. He yes, he is yeah. a robot. But I, I, I don't. Mog is. I didn't think Mog was, but then when okay, I did think it was really cute that they the way they introduced the Moogle was uh, this little kid was a Moogle. I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a um, Google, uh, shopkeeper or whatever. That was yeah. weird. I was like, this kid <laughs> is wearing that. <laughs> I like that you're, it was weird. <laughs> it was very weird. I was like, you feel, I feel like you're a little too old to be doing whatever is happening. Yeah. Man, he just lived his life, I guess. Yeah. You know, like, I wear a onesie. Other, I'm like, do the other kids think this is cool? Or like, do they That's not talk to you? <laughs> uh, probably all of them. Yeah. The best part is like, yeah, you're getting those Moogle medals, right? And I'm like, I'm assuming I'm going to trade them into like a Moogle shopkeeper or something. Yeah. And then he's like, hi, like, welcome to Moogle. I'm like, oh, no, like, why? <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> That's you're like, okay. And I also love that you look at certain things and you're like, I should, do I need to buy this thing or should I buy this thing? And then you're like, later on, if you leave, you're like, oh man, I definitely should have bought that thing that yeah. what they were talking about at the end. Yeah. You know, with the HP, the way that you would expand your, uh, the weapons grid, I guess, and how you're like opening up the different level yeah. or like all the different weapons. That was another thing that I didn't, I wasn't like heavily focused on. I started realizing as the game went on that I definitely probably should, uh, yeah, it's very you know, important. That, yeah, I should be upgrading my weapon quite a bit and just trying to open up as many slots, especially for Materia, because at the end of the day, Materia is crazy important still. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I sort of think that I, the first time I opened, I went, oh, but the it's not that bad, really. If anything, yeah. it was more annoying doing the whole um, uh, having to use, like, the um, weapon's powers so many times to, like, get them permanently. I felt yeah, like I had to do it, and I was like, I don't want to use a baseball bat. Like, I don't want to do these things. Like, I just want to use so like, funny. which is like another true, thing, which I found very interesting. One of my complaints about the game is also one of its one of the things I commend it for, I guess. So, like, yeah. in cutscenes, right, whatever you have equipped is on your character. So yes. If you equip like the you know purple gloves. Tifa's wearing those gloves, or if you equip, yes. you know, it shows that in cutscenes as well which I think is very cool and very, you know, oh, that's immersive. But then on the other hand, they have all these, you know, especially towards the end, they have all these like really poignant shots of Cloud's sword because it's mm -hmm. supposed to be the Buster Sword, which is a iconic and symbolic uh, weapon or, you know, just it's quintessential to Final Fantasy VII. I mean, it's this yeah. Buster Sword because that's why they keep showing it, except you know, I don't have the Buster Sword equipped, so you're just showing this random ass sword all the time, really, really specifically. And I'm like, why? I mean, <laughs> what? Hard Edge does not have quite the same poignancy in uh, these cutscenes. Yeah, so, that's uh, true. Should you maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't know how you would have fixed. That. I don't know what I would have liked more on that. Yeah, like, part of me is just like I wanted to see the Buster Sword in those shots. True. I wanted Very to see true. It. I could tell that would have looked cool, but instead I'm seeing this kind of stupid looking giant clubby weapon, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's super true. But I mean, yeah, that was really impressive how they did like whatever you actually had equipped was, it was pretty incredible that they went through the time to like, 
not just make like mimic how like I guess in the old game it, it really didn't matter what you had equipped that was just you know the cutscene was the cutscene and that was that yeah um yeah I that's that's pretty wild uh I guess yeah, my biggest complaint, engine now. yeah my biggest complaint uh about the fight system and I went back and forth where I was like I like it and then I'm like no I hate it and then I'm like I like this and then I yeah. hate it. it I think it was the ATP gauge and like how quickly you would either run out or you couldn't I just don't think I didn't like that I couldn't do certain things when I needed when I felt like I needed or wanted to do it that like I had to hit something five times and my ATP gauge would finally fill up and then I could actually do a real attack like any battle uh, I'm trying to think of the battle where Barrett Tifa and Cloud are on that bridge. And okay. it, they're basically fighting the air, the aerial guy. I think it's right after you, uh, the the president was a hologram, and you're fighting that oh, thing yeah, that flies yeah, around yeah, a lot. Right, air, Airbus. It must have been. Yeah, I I don't remember its name. On that like T of um. Yes. Land, essentially, yeah, you're on like a yeah bridge, like you said. Yeah, and and basically a lot of that fight is actually uh, aerial. And then, so you have Barrett and Barrett can like shoot, you know, he's doing his thing. So he's pretty much fine for the most part on ATP. Like he can constantly fight, but there'll be ports like ports, there are ports um, <laughs> that when, if you don't have like Tifa or like, if you don't have a certain thing equipped, they're not hitting anything and they can't even attack. Like it's, yeah, yeah. it was really getting on my nerves. I'm like, this ATP system is stupid. Yeah. It was just. I agree. It was far too precious of a resource. Like yeah. everything is linked to it. Yeah. Everything except limit breaks. So yeah. materia is linked to that and your MP. Items are linked to that. Abilities, which makes yes. sense. Oh, the item too. thing killed me. That killed me. And, and summons are linked to that. So that's mm -hmm. everything you can do. If you're in a tough spot, you're you probably don't have ABT. So what are you supposed to do? You're basically have to like commit suicide, hopefully. Like you have to like exactly. just, you know, die. Um, but yeah, I thought it was too precious. Like items should have maybe not been on it. Exactly. Own. You should be able to use an item whenever. Yeah. I, I thought it was very strange that everything was linked to ABT and it was a hard resource sometimes to get like, especially when like you're, you have to keep switching around with yes. like, your characters. Cause they're, the AI on them was not that great. Like they That's really true, yeah. weren't attacking when as much as they should have been. I don't really know what that's about. Like, yeah, uh, the fact I could switch to Barrett and get ABT in like five seconds, just oh, hundred percent down. Uh, but he won't get as much. But I mean, like you, you get to a point where like, okay, I just have to like cheat this. You know, like there's certain materia you can use to get ABT quicker. Yes. Uh, like you can get Tifa at a point where she gets a lot of ABT, and then you just kind of like put everything on her that um I found putting giving Tifa a haste materia yeah she could get she could get a and a abt plus or whatever because then she yeah it's really quick and then I'd have her cast haste on cloud and then he'd get abt really fast yes but even though that's a lot of steps just true you no know, it's just fine for like your big battles but I, I I did feel like that was far too precious of a resource that a hundred percent yeah, I also thought um, the thing that was a little frustrating to me, not like super frustrating, I didn't mind it as much. I know a lot of people, I did read some of the, um, just some boards and some like what people were talking about, about the game, like after I, I finished playing it. And a lot of people's complaints were also like the cutscenes in the middle of the battle too, like, but that they happened a lot, if you think about it, like sometimes one mod, like monster or whatever, 
one, uh, I guess I'll just call them monsters, that you're fighting would all of a sudden have like two or three cutscenes like yeah. in between. And like, I get it. You're changing forms or we're maybe getting into a different level. But I'm like, girl, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like heal some people and get somebody to do an attack and like pre-plan. Yeah. The fact that you couldn't do anything during those cutscenes was a little frustrating. I wish there was a way to still be able to like, I don't know, heal people or whatever yeah. <laughs> or as I you're mean, going through it. That didn't bother me just because they're not attacking at the same time. So it's kind of like on pause. And I know people, but I feel like I, if Ryan actually brought that up when I talked yeah. to him long ago. And I remember thinking like, I didn't even notice how much yeah. it was as far as cutscenes go. It felt normal to me. Like as far as video games go, I feel like video games typically go like a three, you know, like, oh yeah. First cutscene for the first transformation, then another cutscene for the second transformation. Isn't that just kind of normal video game cutscene about during a battle? But I guess it's been a while. I mean, it's kind of like the Zelda format, right? Like yeah, three. It's everything's in threes, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I, I I I didn't notice it. I didn't think it was weird. I didn't mind it. That's so funny. I thought certain battles, it didn't happen that often. I uh, certain battles, it didn't happen that often. But I felt like there were big like towards like boss battles it would be it would happen a lot and I just for me I was like oh I just need to I wanted to heal or you know what I mean like I just wanted to do some I I had other plans like that was the other thing I I was planning on playing turn-based just like old school Final Fantasy yeah yeah. Uh, but then I kind of realized like I guess technically if you play turn-based it was easy and then it you're it was kind of a different experience I didn't even end up playing on it yeah I didn't even play it is an option. I think uh, right in the beginning. Also, if you ever try to go to easy, it becomes actual like turn based, like old school Final Fantasy. And in my head, I'm like, no, I want to play it like old school. Uh, but then I once I realized that that was like legit easy mode, I'm like, okay, I don't want to play easy, though. And I'm yeah. like, let me try to get my you know, let me grasp this, uh, this new fighting style that's like semi Final Fantasy 15, but like yeah. not so Final Fantasy 15 that it was like annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like this a lot. I like this one a lot more. It was a lot easier for me to, to like jump onto. Like once I finally thought I had a rhythm, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I mean, it didn't, I don't know. I, I had no idea there was even a turn-based option, but mm-hmm. to me, I don't, I mean, obviously I played a lot of turn-based games as a kid. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy VII, all the I don't have like a strong nostalgia for turn-based combat. Like I don't mind it. Yeah, but, I mean, I still play games. Like, I'll, I'll play Pokemon or yeah, Fire Emblem or whatever. Yeah, like I don't. I would rather play it or I, for something like Final Fantasy VII. Like, I was very excited to have it be more immersive than like, okay, dude, now we're in a battle and you know, like how. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I might as well play the original game. Like, I don't know. I I I have no nostalgia for the original battle system necessarily. Like, I just don't I totally think, get that. Yeah, I don't. I just don't see in a million years how it could be successful with modern technology. Like it would be ridiculous. <laughs> like, it would just be them standing around, or it would yeah, be like I don't... 13, which was horrible. I hated the battle system of thirteen. So I like barely remember thirteen. I totally like. I totally I get it. Like I get both of them. I feel like I don't know. I just felt like uh, turn base is just a little bit of a slower based gameplay. 
And for me, sometimes like when I get a little, uh, I get like, not anxious, but kind of like you get a little anxious or you want to, I just like being able to be more of a strategic fighter. And I just feel like, you know, turn-based really gives you that option because yeah, I get to go, okay, Cloud is going to do this. Tifa's going to do this. Barrett's going to do this. And like, boom, 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 like hit the line like that. And it just, it's obviously easier. I'm an old lady, you guys. (laughs) I need an easier game. (laughs) I agree. Like, like, I like it when it's done. You know, I, I don't mind it. But at this point, it's like, well, that's why we're remaking is for a far more, like, in-depth and... Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, I thought, me personally, I was like, I just want to see this game be as beautiful as it can possibly be. Yeah. Like, how beautiful 15 is. But yeah. at the same time, 15... I didn't even finish 15 because... <laughs> It was, I don't, I got lost at something. I, first of all, I got so far off the quest of what I was supposed to be yeah. doing by going on all these side missions to the point that A, I forgot what I was supposed to be doing. And yeah, B, yeah. when I finally got to where I was supposed to be, I got so lost in this town that I'm like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I quit this game. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 quite enjoyed, I quite enjoyed 15 personally. So Did you beat it? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> yes, I did beat it. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> That's very funny. It's very uh, reminiscent of how I play games. I'm like, I'll get to a certain point and then I'm out. I'm like, well, I, I guess I can't it, beat like, this. I did probably most of the side quests too, if not all of them. In 15? I had like a, yeah, I had like a um like a guide that came with mine. I think yeah, or maybe I just at the same time and they had all the side quests like listed out um so I was like checking them off you know what maybe maybe I'll go back to 15 I'll restart it I'm gonna stream it on twitch I'm gonna restart it I'm gonna get one of those books and then I'm just gonna go down and play it like that because that's the only way I will probably finish 15 because I I I logged I'm gonna tell you this though I logged like 50 or 60 hours on that game and did and stopped playing it i didn't even meet uh luna freya like i didn't even get there so you didn't even get to altitia essentially no you never left the mainland i did not no, no. all right <laughs> i mean admittedly like once you hit that point it's like dominoes falling down like it's much quicker i guess yeah like there aren't more like side quests or anything um, yeah but no, yeah I, uh... I spent a lot of time in the in the car with the boys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we did, I did, we did a lot of camping yeah. and cooking. I, it's funny because, like, I enjoyed that, I guess. Like, it, I enjoyed just, like, roaming around in that game. It was a fun game just to kind of yeah. let it take you wherever it <laughs> takes you. Oh, it did. It took me yeah. nowhere. I was yeah. just chilling with my bros. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It really does simulate a can't you know a chilling with your bros experience. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you just want to play a game where you just chill with your bros, play yeah, Final Fantasy right. 15 and never leave the mainland. <laughs> you can just kind of explore, and you know. I mean, there's plenty of things to fight. You can constantly fight. I mean, I got really strong. I will say, I will say yeah. that I was pretty strong because I was constantly fighting things. Probably yeah. even fighting things I shouldn't have been fighting. But I was out there doing it. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of just, by the time I remembered that I was supposed to be doing something, I'm like, I don't, what? <laughs> what am I yeah. playing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I, I platinumed 15. I don't know if I'm going to try to do that with seven. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'll definitely, I kind of 
I feel like now that it's been a couple of weeks, there's a small, small part of me that really wants to like play it again. There's a part of me that's uh, it too, but like I also know Haley's going to start playing it back yeah. again, so I can like okay, really focus on some of the story. Yeah, you can actually, which is yeah. fun, which and, is definitely fun, and to see it through new eyes of um, knowing how somebody else playing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, also yeah, Haley has not play the original game so it's interesting Whoa, I had no idea she didn't play the original okay I you know what's actually wild is uh this game also really inspired me to want to go back and actually play Final Fantasy 7 again just regular Final Fantasy 7 because after the game ended all I really wanted well okay I guess we should just before I even say what I'm about to say way off top we need to like yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to rein it in. I'm going to bring it right back. So, because this is what this really should be about. Hot takes. <laughs> the hot takes. Um so basically when the game finished, I want to know what was your how did you feel when the the credits started to roll? I I definitely had like a out loud moment of what? Like yeah. what is happening? I I don't understand. I even, I mean, I waited till the end of the credits thinking something might even happen there. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, like an Avengers moment. You're like, wait, yeah. there's going to be more. Yeah, like, what could even there possibly be? Like, I just couldn't figure it out. Like, I'm like, are they just writing their own AU fan fiction? Like, I feel like that's what's happening, right? Are we yeah. exploring like a parallel, like parallel universes or something? Is that what this is going to move? This going forward, is it going to be exploring, yeah, parallel timelines to Final Fantasy seven? I mean, I think from okay, so I of course, I immediately I honestly I have to say that I think I said the same thing when the game ended, I was like, what just what? And then when I saw like, okay, so then all of a sudden, you know, the the scenes are happening and you see, uh, you see Zach's back too. And now but Zach walks past Aerith and the bag of chips is a different bag of chips. And it's like, the whole like the the timeline. I remind I don't know. Do you watch The Flash? I've watched some of it. I mean, like I don't know. I've seen like three or four seasons of it. Okay, but I mean, the whole point of The Flash yeah, is yeah. that he basically goes to different. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like different time. Like, what is the word? What did I just say? Alternate universes? Okay. Yeah. Alternate universes, alternate realities. I mean, different, uh, it, you know, timelines. There it is. I'm sorry. It was like timeline went out of my brain. Uh, but yeah, like, but like the alternate timeline. So I feel like what I read was that they were like, basically what they were doing this entire time was trying to prep us to let them, to let us know that while yes, quote unquote, it is a remake. It's, they are changing it. It is not going to follow the exact same path that, you know, the game originally, because they're like, Final Fantasy VII already happened. But this is the remake. Like, why would we fully remake, like, totally just make the same game again? But it's also so that they don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, there's part of me that, yeah, I think they made it pretty clear that this is a sequel, I guess. Yes. So, like, this is just another part of the compilation, but it's an alternate reality. Yes. Game, which, so we're going to play an alternate reality, I guess, is what yes. we're going to The only thing is that so far, it's been pretty much the same. So I'm confused by how we're going back to an alternate reality, because obviously we see Zach, uh, like an alternate reality where Zach lives, essentially. Yes. 
Um, so it has to be a parallel reality, right? Because we've already seen it where he doesn't. I mean, we just played through a game where he does not. Live. So like in the so if if uh, Final Fantasy Seven is timeline one, yeah. In timeline one, Zach dies. Yes. Now we're playing Final Fantasy. So now Final Fantasy remake is timeline two. Now the biggest thing is we the big boss of Final Fantasy the remake is not even it's not Sephiroth, it's fate itself. Yeah. So I mean, basically. I mean, I mean, I would argue that Sephiroth was never the main antagonist of Final Fantasy VII, but that's just me. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I guess he's, maybe, I don't know. Here's my thing. I'll let you in on this, too. I got to the almost the very end of Final Fantasy VII. I never beat it. I got to the very end of the Final Fantasy like, I'm... <laughs> yes, no, no, the original. Um, yeah. I got to the very end where, like, you're fighting Sephiroth, yeah. and you have your, your party divides into... Yeah you know, different, like two or three different teams to fight. I did the thing where I was so focused on maybe four or five of my members that only like four or five of my members were actually strong. And in reality, probably only three were very strong and everybody else was like bad. Um, And so by the time it got to that point, I could not beat the game because my other teams would constantly die. And I knew that I was at a point where I'm like, oh, my God, I have to restart this game. And I had sunk so many hours into it that I was just like, oh, well, (laughs) I didn't officially beat the end of Final Fantasy (laughs) VII. Probably why I want to play it again. But still, you you know, I'm just saying. But yeah, so essentially we, we beat fate itself. Yes. And now that we've broken fate, timelines, I guess, are intermingling. Or yeah. I'm thinking that we might even be diverging onto a third timeline. There's clearly, that's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if a next game is almost going to be the events we just played, but with it having diverged to where Zach lived. Exactly. Um, I, I mean, it has to be. I, yeah. Or or like you said, it might could possibly be parallel. It could be a parallel. You really not even play that. Um, my only problem with that is I feel like this game just should have started off with that in mind, I guess. Yeah. I, it feels, I don't mind this, I guess. It just feels a bit like a bait and switch. Like, mm. why did you hype us for a remake if it's not? Like, I totally <laughs> don't mind having this be this game. But why did you tease us all with a remake and then go, ha ha, it's not? Like, I didn't find that cute. It yeah. I kind of dislike it just just out of spite, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like probably a lot of people might be feeling that because it That's felt so like funny. they were kind of toying with us. Um, yeah. In actuality, I like what they're doing. I just don't mm-hmm. like that I've waited how many years for this? Where exactly. they advertised it as a remake, shown it all as a remake, and that's what I thought I was getting. And that's not what I got. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I got, but, like, then it just goes to whatever in the last... And I'll be honest, I really loved the game. Yeah. Until it got to, what, the Harbinger section? The Harbinger fight, or whatever that thing was called? Where you go on the portal and fight the big... Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I was at that point ready to, like, throw the game away. Like, I was just like, I don't like any of this. This is stupid. All this, everything was for nothing. What is this? And then it got back to the Sephiroth fight, and I liked the game again. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But, like, I still think that was dumb and shouldn't have been in the game. Like, it just should have been cut completely. I don't think it added anything. Um, It was kind of like going into generic Final Fantasy territory and not specifically Final Fantasy VII territory. I still don't know why I fought the big Harbinger thing. I think it was dumb. 
Somebody said it was a uh, very reminiscent of a Kingdom Hearts and yes. how Kingdom Hearts loves to wrap things up where all of a sudden you're now fighting yourself or fate itself, but you are the fate. So this is a different version of you. Uh, it was a dumb fight. I didn't think it was a great, like the fighting mechanic itself was kind of dumb. Like, and mm -hmm. why am I, I still don't really know. Like, it's not like I defeated fate and it's over now. Like clearly the game's still going. Like, I yeah. feel like the Sephiroth on its own would have been fine. Just in that moment yeah. on the bridge, if you want to add a fight there, we'll just fight Sephiroth and there's your big boss fight for the end. I didn't need big Harbinger thing that made no sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was really annoying. It was weird that we went through a portal. It didn't fit the aesthetic for me. Yeah. Which I think is my main complaint with the game in that mm -hmm. I complained about it throughout the whispers, right? Yes. The whispers were not originally in the game. Exactly. Um, I found them really annoying. Yes. Um, I found what they stood for to be annoying at first. I now realize what they're supposed to be, and I don't mind that, but I still don't like them as an aesthetic. I don't think they fit. Yeah. I, I was like, why are, like, why are these Dementors here? <laughs> why are these so, Dementors crossing over into this universe? Dementors. And let's say, okay, when I saw when they showed up in one of the original trailers, right? And yeah. Me, who, I grew up in Final Fantasy VII. My entire, like, I, you know, everything in media that I process goes through a Final Fantasy VII filter first, because that was, like, sure. my thing. I was so into VII growing up, and then, like, I love Final Fantasy VII so much. The fact that I, watching a Final Fantasy VII trailer, said, why are there Dementors here? I wasn't a Harry yeah. Potter kid. I, like, watched the movies one time. Like, yeah. I was into that. I don't care about that. Like, the fact that I said, why is there Dementors here, is a problem. I for sure the fact that That's everybody goes wise are dementors here and i think oh, yeah. silly i just think maybe they should have looked like the live stream maybe like been green oh. like, flowy thing you know and not like dementors i thought that was just it just detracted from what's happening it also looked silly like when they're moving people around i'm like why is this happening like yeah it, it seemed weird like i would have liked it if they weren't people if they were just like life stream the live stream moving things around but they're adding in this like fate thing i guess but like the live stream is that the live stream is fate and i'm willing to believe different parallel universes are happening within that live stream i didn't yeah. need weird hooded dementors in my final fantasy game that seemed out of place completely and i still yeah. don't like it even though i don't mind what they represent but yeah like when they're like dragging like hojo away and like stuff like that just looked dumb to me and yeah it was, like, it was crazy it was a. Uh... It is funny because, like I said, I did end up reading a bunch of stuff about this after the fact. But I did, I also remembered finding it, like, annoying also as I was playing yeah. the game. Especially, like, where you realized, because you, I guess the, by the time I realized, like, something was weird or something was really kind of, like, off, I, there was probably two moments. Well, A, I thought Sephiroth was showing up way too much in the game in the beginning. I was like, wait a second. I do not remember him showing up this early. I'm like, I know we knew about him, but I don't remember the full-on scenes with him and I'm like maybe I'm crazy again it, it wasn't a bad addition I just was like I feel like this is just like a lot like he's kind of like the big bad and you know he's just really popping up and you're just like is he here is he not here maybe he's here like okay whatever cool but I thought the craziest part was I, the second reactor mission where you know when you first go to uh, seventh not first go, but like when you first go to seventh heaven after like the one mission's done and you go downstairs into Avalanche's hideout 
and you get to talk like you hear about the next mission because you're going on that mission. And then I thought it was so strange where you don't get to go downstairs and yeah. you're kind of like left out and sort of now you're done. I'm like, wait a second. I remember that. And then it was yeah. also very weird when they're like, oh, and Jesse, Biggs and Wedge are going on this mission. And that's that they didn't go on that mission the first yeah. time around. That's when I was like, what's up? Yeah, I thought I, I, I agreed. It was very like I, I felt like they were like interfering, I guess, which they were. Oh, yeah. But yeah, to me at that point, not knowing where the story was going to go with it, I just felt like it cheapened the story. Yeah. And I felt like, oh, like nothing happened, belonged to anybody. Like it was these things made the story happen. Like that's really, yeah. Really Obviously now I know it's there, like, it's a completely different story. So it's fine to me. Yeah. So like, I still have a problem with how they look. I also feel like maybe we shouldn't have been able to see them. Or we should have been able True. to see them. Like characters, maybe other than Aerith. Yes. It should have been just us seeing it and the characters shouldn't have been reacting to them all the time because it kind of broke immersion that they were seeing these weird things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting, like, who can see them, who can't, what does that mean? Like, obviously, because yeah. um, at the end, there's that scene, uh, the scene with Rufus and Sung. Rufus is looking out and he's like, what the heck is this? Like, he's very calm about it. The fact that the city is just completely engulfed in Dementors. Exactly. He's just like, what? What is this? And Sung says something like, "What do you mean?" And I don't know if that means he's like, he's not seeing them. And yeah. He's seeing them, and I'm like, I guess Rufus might have touched you when you fought him, and it seems yeah. like you touched somebody who can see them. But I yeah, mean, yeah, you yeah. A lot of people when you're fighting them, so a lot of people are going to be able to see these things at the end. Very it true. A moment. It was a very specific moment, but I couldn't figure out really what it what it meant. Mm -hmm. I guess I feel like mm -hmm. it meant something. Yeah, but I don't know what that was because in my head I just said, "Oh, it's because Rufus touched you when you fought him, so that shouldn't be yeah. important." But maybe that is in some way. I don't know. It's true. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I fully agree. Like, I thought because I don't know because then there was this small part of me like as I'm playing this game, I in my head I kind of went, "Oh wow, this is kind of cool. Am I about to change events?" Like yeah. as I was playing, I'm like, "Wait a second, am I about to change certain events? Like, can I?" Can I maybe save, you know, uh, Biggs and Jesse and Wedge? Can I, you know, protect these other people or stop this thing from happening? Like the, even fully stop the uh, plate from falling down. I'm yeah. like, are these options that are opening up to me? But then obviously, but then like, yeah, yeah, no, you don't at all. And they also, and yeah, and they also like, anytime you're trying to and I and so that's when I started getting it and I'm not getting it getting it but obviously like once you finish the game and then you look back at playing the game you're like oh so yeah. that's why so for me because then my brother immediately like I finished the game he didn't watch me play a lot of the when I just went through yeah. normal he was like coming in and out of it so a lot of it when he played it on hard was still surprise like a surprise to him but I would pop in and like I was watching him play on and off and then all of a sudden I was like oh I guess this now makes more sense because I now know how this ends so I can see like how how you know why you can't go do that and that that basically it's the fate but also the 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 dumb article I read it wasn't dumb but the article <laughs> I read basically said that we are the dementors that those that the fate that is trying to like be like behold them to like following this path and not deviating from this path is basically us. Mm -hmm. And this is a very meta game in, in the long run where basically 
you know, now this was the, the everybody creating this game. This was their way of telling us that, you know, we destroyed fate. So in theory, they destroyed us. And now we're getting a new game. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we really successfully destroyed fate in the Harbinger fight. Am I calling yes. it Harbinger? Is that not what he's called? I have no idea. I don't remember. Maybe. A pointless fight where, you know, you take down the big guy, but he's still alive. I just assumed he yeah. still existed. But no, no, no. Gone. Taking him down. Okay. It's just, I feel like the problem is, it's like you said, like you expect, oh, clearly these these things mean, you know, things are changing. But yes. really what they're doing is keeping you just on course of the real game, right? Yeah. But then at the end, Biggs is alive. Yeah. Wedge is probably alive. I don't know about Jesse. Jesse might have died. I know, she's the um, only they one. Didn't show her. They didn't show her. So I'm thinking. They showed her gloves, though. Uh, so oh, so on uh, Biggs's night table, or like, because he wakes up in the orphanage, or he's yeah. in that orphanage where he. Oh was... my God. Can I just take a moment? The backstory yeah. on Biggs was so cute. Oh. They like, like, oh, like he, and then the teacher's like, I can never fill his shoes. And it's like, oh, of course, Biggs worked at the orphanage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Biggs is such a heartthrob and basically like everything. I'm like, yeah, yes, Biggs. <laughs> Give it to me, all of it. I love you. Also, um, weird side note: Did he remind you of a very young? Um, oh my god! Now I can't think of his name. Not Alec Baldwin, but uh, oh god, what's his name? The one who went crazy with Tiger Blood. Oh gosh, do you not know who I'm talking about? Like the Mean um, Magazine, or <laughs> oh no. He, so hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly look it up really quick. Ty, the dude who went crazy on Tiger Blood. Tiger Blood. Charlie Sheen. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like did. a young Charlie Sheen. Yeah. I so got weird. that a little bit. Yeah, it didn't help. Like the voice, which I think was Gideon Emery, kind of did that as well. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> of Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like okay, babe. He was hotter than even Charlie Sheen used to be. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, way hotter. Definitely. definitely. They, I just thought it was so funny. Him lovingly crafted bigs so well and jesse too i mean honestly oh, i thought yeah. jesse was just, such a little smoke show and she such a little so flirt i love she was her. she was amazing like I she loved, was really really fun i loved everything about her and her attempting to integrate cloud into their threesome or whatever was oh happening. yeah was great i was so there for that uh, anyway that really went off tangent okay i love so, it so good. the the three the threesome the uh Jesse Biggs and Wedge are, I guess, as you say, Jesse is as well, are alive. And I'm like, Maybe. okay. Yeah. But I don't really know where it deviated because it did feel like in this game that we played, everything went according to plan, you know, went with what it is. So I'm not really sure what changed to make them live, I guess. I can't, that's where I get a little confused, I guess. But I, maybe that's yeah. the next game. I mean, I don't know. I don't mind not knowing. Um, true, true. I think the only, I think... I think the explanation, and I could be very wrong, this could just be speculation. Um, I think the explanation is, though, by quote unquote, defeating fate and yeah. defeating ourselves, yeah. uh, you basically opened up all these timelines. Yeah. And now, because, so there is the one thing. So, I, do you know, like, the, do you remember the chip bag that yeah. glows past Aerith's feet? Stamps is not stamp on it exactly it's it's a different uh it's a different mascot yeah so it definitely does it basically is kind of saying like yes this is definitely a different timeline um but again how, how are these two timelines like, going to cross yeah especially since that implies the timeline started 
years and years, like, back when they, like, if there's a chip bag with a mask on it, that's, like, not, that's, like, a completely different reality. That's not even a timeline. I mean, I think it's, in theory, I think what they're really going with is, like, again, and I keep saying the Flash, but I think it's because it's probably the most relatable yeah. and, and maybe what this is actually doing. Because you have to remember, there's, like, these alternate timelines where, like, and I was, my mom's been watching a lot of Green Arrow. <laughs> and it's like she got on this whole Green Arrow kick. And I think she's watched, I mean, like six seasons of the Green Arrow yeah. during oh, the God. quarantine. So a lot of Green Arrow. So they do these crossovers with The Flash. And so then there's the alternate timelines. And the, the Green Arrow loves to kill people. Like they're, they're constantly killing uh, main characters on their show. But then the thing is, these characters are never dead. But because they're not dead, like right now they're fighting, uh, and this show is old. It's not even, like this is not current. This is all on Netflix. Uh, but they're fighting a bad version of one of their old teammates who died. But she had somehow crossed, like the Flash did something. He punched a hole in the, you know, the timeline. And now the bad people, the bad versions of themselves are crossing over. So that's like the yeah. only thing that kind of keeps popping in my head with even with this Final Fantasy is that, you know, like there are two sets of life. Like there's one version of Cloud and then there's like another version of Cloud and everybody yeah. else. And they're living their lives a certain way. And yeah. then, you know, but they've made different choices. Like everybody makes like, so if I go left today in this timeline I probably went right in the other timeline yeah and it's a I whole different thing like whether or not I feel like I want to be committed to either parallel realities or divergent realities yeah I, I agree going but like I can't like think of both at the same time it's very difficult so, so here's the biggest thing I think this is the this is the big question how do you feel if they now because now I feel like they're not going to kill Aerith yeah I Here's my thing. It's I feel like they're not going to kill Aerith, which now that kind of cheapens it a little bit. Like, I agree. I don't mind them not killing her, but now it just feels like obvious. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's kind of like now it's it's bad either way. So either they still kill her, and it feels like wow, that was cheap that you set everybody up to think, oh, now she's going to live, or you yeah. don't kill her, and now it's cheap because it's the obvious thing to do. So mm -hmm. to me, they've kind of they've kind of wrote themselves into a corner for that because either yeah. way I'm gonna be not satisfied with it I guess that's um, so funny <laughs> I mean it's like I don't mind that she you know I, it's been 20 years like I've come to terms that Aerith dies like yes. we're all over it not over it like obviously like you know it's horrible <laughs> but like I'm I'm already expecting it to happen so the fact that they're kind of throwing in this idea that it might not happen kind of feels yeah. like but you know what? At the same time, it also feels like that's how I should feel. I should be like, oh, like it's bad storytelling. Like they should kill her. At the same time, yeah. I'm like, here's my thing, right? They showed this parallel reality, right? Where yeah. Zach is living. And I had just a moment of like, I gasped. Like, yeah. Because Zach, I feel like, I mean, Zach's my boy. Like, I love Zach so much. He's, I mean, but part of what it is is how tragic he is. But the idea, yeah. I definitely had a moment of like, oh, that's cheap. Like if they're bringing, but at the same time, like there's that part deep down in me that's like, just wanted Zach to live. Yes. Um, that I'm like, you know what? If, if Square Enix wants to write their AU fan fiction and sell it to me, like, okay, I'll take it. Like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm kind of done feeling like this is how it should go. Like, yeah. It's like, you know, I'm just going to accept this for what it is. Like if, mm -hmm. if you're going to give me more of Zach, do it like in the same yes. way that Aerith living like 
all right, you're going to give me Aerith. Or even if she does still die, like, now that's tragic. Maybe it's even more tragic that she died. Because oh, now Zach's in your party and it's now a Zach, Yeah, <laughs> so, like, that could be even more of a tragic Ooh. portion of it. Um, I or this, a- they both die. <laughs> or Zach dies instead of Aerith. Ah! That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but that would be pretty crazy. Uh, I just love Zach. I love Zach. Here's my petty complaint, though. Yes. Zach shows up, and I'm like, oh, my God, look at him. He's beautiful, and I love him. Yeah. Zach opens his mouth, and I'm like, go away. I don't want to see this anymore. What is that voice? I don't understand where they went wrong with that voice actor. I'm just going to completely roast them because they were horrible. Um, I don't know who they were. But it was, like, the worst thing I've ever heard. They sounded like a, like, I don't know, one-off villain from, like, a 90s cartoon or something. That's hilarious. Bizarre, bizarre casting choice or, you know, bizarre voice in general to choose for Zach, who's like perfect. Yes. Um, especially because like, I'm pretty sure he has maybe one line that's actually a new line that's not from Crisis Core. So I've yeah. Voice. I've already heard these lines said. Mm-hmm. These quote, you know, word for word, I've heard these this dialogue already in what yeah. is probably one of the most iconic video game scenes, I would say, of all time. Like, yeah. I put that right alongside Aerith, uh, Aerith's death, uh, you know, Zach's, you know, cliffside ending. Uh, oh, God, Crisis Core is the saddest game of all time. It's literally, so I put it right alongside Aerith, I put it alongside the end of MGS4, like, I put it, like, it's right up there on, like, these are games, this is a game that made me, this, I cried watching, yeah. you know, this ending scene and knowing he's gonna die. Um, oh, and, so that, that, and that music Oof. yeah the music and part of it is that voice acting um, I want to say the original guy's name I Rick should ask Rick Gomez <laughs> I want to say fantastic I mean the way he did Zach was amazing um, and the way he's the dialogue was so great and then hear this exact dialogue just totally butchered was and did you so say Rick Gomez dumb. yes yeah that's, yeah, that was Crisis Core. That was the original, which is surprising that, I mean, where did this guy go that they didn't just bring back the original voice actor? They didn't bring back a single original voice actor. I mean, you're right. That's very true. Very but true. But just like, why did they do whatever they did? Like, his voice is god-awful in the So I just Googled him, um, and he is a Brit. He's actually British. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that has anything to do with is anything. that why? <laughs> Okay, it's because he's actually British. No, I don't. I mean, his name is Caleb something. It just went away. Uh, but yeah, he he's that. Care. I feel like Rick Gomez looks very familiar. Sorry, that was well, a he, very weird side note. Was a, I mean, he does like live action. He was like in Band of Brothers. Oh, that's why he looks familiar then. But um, regardless, he did an amazing job on Zach. New guy, not into it. Zach's perfect. Mm-hmm. I would like, this is like a moment of like, take it back redo the dialogue i don't care have just anybody else do it but like i mean they might not bring it back for the second round i mean who knows i don't know but like for me i i literally had a petty moment of i love zach he might be like he might be my favorite character if not like top two top three yeah um part of me is like oh my god i should be just sitting here in complete joy that we're gonna have an alternate game where zach we might have this game where zach lives yeah also i don't actually want it if he's gonna sound like that the whole time that's so like, funny. It's legitimately <laughs> ruining it for me. Like that is my oh, one no. major. Like I'm just like I don't want to hear him like this. It's bad. 
That's so um, funny. So, uh, the, voice, the voice acting in the new game has been all over the place, I would say. Uh, I didn't mind. Well. I mean, personally, I didn't mind it so much. I heard uh, that you and Ryan both kind of uh, were not big fans of Aerith. I don't, I don't know. I think I understand why she was cast for sure. Like she does have a very sweet sounding voice and it's, and it has a nice sound to it. See, I actually don't, I don't mind Aerith. Oh, I just, okay. Yeah, um, I agree with what Ryan said, I guess, in that, because um, we were messaging each other, and you were in that message, I guess. I was there. I was in the uh, message. I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, what I said, I'll stand by in that, yeah, like, the more she has to say, the yeah, that falls apart a little bit. But yeah, I don't yeah. mind it so much. Like, it, you know, Aerith speaks a little strangely, and that's yes. fine with me for Aerith, because mm-hmm. um, she's kind of different, right? Yeah, I didn't true. have any problems necessarily overall with Aerith's voice. Um, in general, I thought the girls were really good. Yeah, Tifa, I've never she liked. Was Tifa great. She was great. She was great. Tifa in it, like she that she was great. Uh, that the voice actress did a great job. Um, she was like, yeah, I don't know. She was just different, but like, yes. yeah, I feel like Tifa's always had a very generic voice. Like I couldn't even tell you what. I mean, she's been a different actress every time she showed up. And it's true. always generic, like soft, nice voice. And I'm like, is that yeah, really yeah, yeah. like I mean, I liked the, what they did with her a lot in this. And yeah, obviously Jesse's never been voiced, so whatever they did with her was gonna be new. Oh yeah, it was great. great. Um, but uh yeah, and some of them were really some of the voice acting was really good. Barrett was great. I guess as far as like changes go, like I'm still mad that they changed some of the voice actors just because why? Yeah, for sure. Like, I feel bad for like the you know Steve Burton who's done Cloud for so long. I mean, he's been Cloud since Cloud's been voiced. He's done it so many times, and to just kind yeah. of knock the side is sad. Um, yeah, definitely. I would say the guy they got is I, I. I thought he was really good. The new boy. yeah, I liked him too. He's from uh, <laughs> out of the blue. He's from Teen Wolf. <laughs> oh yeah, really? <laughs> you know why Saturday was sold out at WonderCon because Teen exactly. Wolf. All the Teen Wolf fans bought this game. No, um, I don't know why they casted someone from Teen Wolf, but whatever. He actually was really good. I was, I was, I was like, I don't know about this. Why are you casting some random like TV actor That's when you could so have funny. casted the old, the old random TV actor who you had? Um, but uh, and this guy's probably more expensive, but whatever. He did True. an amazing job. Cloud was amazing. I and like the little like. He definitely brought a youthfulness to it. Yeah, he I think, did. I don't, Steve Burton doesn't sound old or anything. Um, obviously, he's much older than Cloud, but like, yeah. <laughs> there was just moments of vulnerability with Cloud where the voice actor went into this kind of different register that I hadn't heard from Cloud before. Um, that was just very young and very like, it just really sets off those like protective instincts, I guess. Yeah. Like, and that, that has always, uh, which is one of the reasons I've ended up kind of liking Cloud a lot more as I've gotten older, I guess. Like Cloud was yeah, yeah. really my favorite character as a, you know, when I was a kid, I was mm-hmm. like, Cloud. Cloud's great. But as I, you know, I've grown up, it's like, oh, like he's adorable. Like, you know, yes. protect him. Like he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, but like, and that really, they really did that. You know, I, I felt really bad for him. And like, I, you know, he was, he just was sad. And like, I think that yes. was really good there. And he just sounded like Steve Burton most of the time, really. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like hard to complain, really. 
I have to agree with you. I I also felt like just weirdly, because, you know, sometimes the, the writing can get away from uh, video game adapters or whatever. Uh, but I also, I really enjoyed how, like, because Cloud's always come across as very, like, aloof, yeah. um, very, like, uncaring, not necessarily, like, unlikable, but he could be a little, like, too harsh, too brash, too, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I guess when I first played the game, I liked him because I just have a petulant, like, I love bad boys. So, so I was like, oh, this distant right? bad boy, please. Cloud a bad boy? Yes. I would but never like, classify Cloud <laughs> as a bad boy. He just, like, came across, like, he wasn't, he wasn't bad in the sense of, like, actual, like, bad, but, like, you, like, want to be bad. Like, ooh, I'm a tough guy. Like, look at me and my big sword. I don't know. He, that's just how he came across to me. But I also felt like he was very, like a very aloof, very like just didn't have a lot of the right emotions or just didn't get it sometimes. Yeah. And I felt like this time he he did. Yeah. I think a it's lot more. more. You know, like obviously since like the compilation has sort of fleshed him out in a way that maybe the original reading was very different. Because um, mm. he just comes off traumatized really now. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's really, I, I don't know how much is going on really i mean he's a lot smarter than i remember him being but a yes. lot of it seems to be like he's regurgitating information that i'm not sure exactly where it came from because it is kind mm -hmm. of like stuff he got from zach or whatever that yeah zach had known not that zach ever came across as particularly smart either but, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he like i said cloud came off way smarter than i remember but i don't know how much of that is his own knowledge um but yeah you know, he's been in a coma for you know three years five five years now yeah timeline like so he was like 16 last time he was around like you know he, yeah yeah, yeah. true very true this just happened that <laughs> i always have to remember the timeline of like the original game after like the end of crisis core when you know mm -hmm. Nottis and cloud is like still non-verbal <laughs> yeah oh yeah that's true it's you know it's so funny because i i guess i totally forget that yes, that Crisis Core does actually come, you know, it comes before Final Fantasy VII. But I guess because I played it so much later yeah. that I just forget that that's what happened. Um, but yeah, th that is true. You have to put the events in the order that they actually happen. Do you even, are you including the movies in this too? Or are you just doing like a Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII type like oh, timeline? I mean, the compilation is the full timeline. So we're talking oh, before, okay. crisis, before Crisis, Crisis Core, Final Fantasy VII, um, the tie-in novel, the Road to Smile um, novels, the um, the kids are alright, the lateral biography of the Turks novel, and um, Advent Children, and then Dirge of Cerberus. I think that's the full canon timeline. Okay. Uh, yeah. I know three of those, four of those things. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure because they've they've definitely made those novels have they're definitely canon now. And they utilized, in fact, I don't remember. So like, I, uh, Kyrie, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that was in this game. I don't remember her being in the original game. Was I don't either. In the original game? I don't, I mean, from what I remember, no. I mean, she could have just been some rant. I don't know if they named her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like how she straight up had a name. I, I didn't necessarily immediately go. I remember thinking this seems really familiar. Like, she looks familiar to me. But, you know, she also has kind of a generic Final Fantasy design. But, like, she is from a novel. She's from the um, 
the Turk novel that takes place after Final Fantasy VII, which I read, but I obviously I pronounced her name as Kyrie because that's how you yeah. pronounce her freaking name. Kyrie, <laughs> whatever that's about. So like the whole time they're like, Kyrie, and I'm like, gosh, she's really familiar and she's annoying as all get out, right? She was annoying in the novel too. Like, yeah. I not like her at all. But like, that's so funny. I don't remember if she was in the original game or not, or if they just tied her in, which I think if they did just add her in, it's a very interesting way to kind of add in a character that, um, yeah. that was not, ne- wasn't, didn't necessarily need to be in it, but just to kind of tie those novels in. Um, which uh, is cool. It's cool that they yeah. opened it up even more so. Yeah. And she was uh, annoying as I thought she would. <laughs> So, so I'm like, funny. oh my god, Kyrie too. Gosh, they are really good about doing weird pronunciations of normal ass names sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, you definitely think you were saying something right, and then you were you're like, oh no, that's not how. It, no, that's not how that's said. It's like cool. the Final Fantasy 15 with Iris instead of oh, Iris. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Why did we do that? Why did we just Even though I will tell you this, my mother's name. So because I'm pan, I'm half pan, I'm part Panamanian. Uh, my mother's name, her name is spelled I R I S, but because it's Hispanic, it's spelled Edis. Oh, you mean pronounced? Or it's said Edis, not spelled. But interesting. Yeah, it's because you know in, in Spanish the I is pronounced like an E, so yeah. that's how you end up with Edis. But then I said it to somebody and they spelt it so crazy, and in my head I was like, I'm so sorry, I gave you the Spanish pronunciation, you spelt that name nuts. It's Iris. Yeah, well, maybe Iris is from Panama, and we just <laughs> clearly that's what it was. Like, oh my gosh, family is from Panama. Done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Anyway, I don't know oh, you were saying what I was considering canon. Yeah, that's oh, canon. Yeah, and see, so a lot of people dislike the compilation, and I, I never really understood why. I've I consider myself a fan of the compilation. When things happen that I don't necessarily like, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still canon. I mean, yeah. you know, what can you, you do? Um, and uh, I I think it's added a lot of depth to the original game that people yeah. kind of forget might not have originally always been there. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's changed some things. I'll say even in this, the Turks are a little bit more compilation uh adjacent i guess than originally i remember them being a lot of people you know i remember them being a little more ruthless maybe i do too i kind of here's the crazy part i found myself actually liking the turks a lot more than i think i did the first time around Uh um i thought they just they had such person like they really all had such personalities and i really did like the part where uh oh gosh is it reno is the redhead Yes. Okay. I don't know. My brain is, is, has gone. I'm like, am I crazy right now? But I kind of like that Reno even had that moment uh, right before they were about to start, you know, taking down the tower to kind of be like, we really should, we shouldn't do this. Like, this is bad. Yeah. But then we're like, oh, well. (laughs) I mean, I've always been a Turk stan. Like, I love the Turks. I think they're great. I think I want to see more of them. I'm glad that they kind of allowed them to, to flower as characters. Um, and they really just continue to surprise me with how much I like every new bit of information I get about them. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I kind of like, you know, especially knowing where they end up. And I think it's important to remember, um, which I don't know if the original game did go into this as much as the compilation has leaned into, is the Turks aren't really loyal to Shinra at the end of the day. Like, they're loyal to Rufus. 
Yeah, so, okay. So they're doing their jobs, but that doesn't necessarily mean they really, you know, they're kind of dissatisfied with what's going on. And um, yeah. I, I found it interesting that they allowed that moment too with Reno, um, especially because, yeah, it does seem like that's a lot to put on like an individual. Oh, for sure. On a, a on an entire sector, especially someone who I don't know, not this isn't canon or anything, but like let's be real, where do we think Reno is probably from? True, so but true. Like, oh, somewhere in the, mean, under the plate, probably somewhere under the plate. So like, I mean, most of these guys probably are. That's the, you yeah. know, the Turks are kind of you know riffraff, I guess. Like, um, so I do find that moment really interesting as well that you brought that up, and even yeah, Sung kind of giving this weird party line, and they they're like, do you believe that? And he just doesn't even like he just is like I don't know like. Yeah, like <laughs> so and, true. And I love the moment too. Like I, I love what they've done with the Turks. They've allowed them to really like and like at that uh, was it one of my favorite moments in the game was at the end um, when yeah Reno or not Reno uh, Rufus and Sung are kind of talking to each other and then they're you know Rufus is descending the staircase with Sung yeah. right, right behind him and he comes down and sort of takes his spot on the throne. And there's that moment with Sung and Heidegger, just they have yes. like a silent converse, like there's just a silent acknowledgement of like, obviously now this is the pecking order has completely changed because Heidegger, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heidegger, who's given the Turks a very hard time throughout their, you know, tenure or, you know, throughout his being President Shinra's sort of right-hand man, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like now that Rufus is in charge, suddenly Sung is the right-hand man. Like, oh Heidegger, yeah, for sure. Like, so like the fact that Sung sort of just takes his place right there behind the throne is like, it's just a great moment of like power, I guess. Yeah, that power dynamic switching. And yeah. just because you're talking about the office, I'm, I'm going to just switch over here for like a second. How crazy was it when Sephiroth kills Barrett? Like, I was like, whoa! I, I agree. I, say, I was just like, what? Like... <laughs> Like, it was in, I think I screamed out loud. Wild moment. Wild moment. Like, so unexpected. You're like, there's no way he's dead. Like, that would have been the biggest, weirdest change in the whole, like, can you imagine if Barrett had died? Like, I I legit just, like, had a moment of just sheer like there's no way he's dead a i have the theme the ps4 theme in the background where they're all like about to leave midgar and barrett is yeah. there so i'm like he has to make it to the highway like the the, the broken uh highway thing at the yeah. end and just like i thought maybe it's like a hallucination or like it yeah, was it was strange crazy. i was like what just happened and yeah. it was it was crazy. It was in, it was the most insane thing I'd ever I had I was so caught off guard by it. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, <laughs> that was wild. Like, like, don't let you know President Shinra get to his desk. What are you even doing? Like, clearly he's gonna do something. Um, yeah. I also was thinking like, because I know like there's like the escape hatch or whatever. So I'm like, are they gonna let President Shinra? I'm like, I feel like President Shinra was already dead. Like, yes. That when they walk into the office, yeah. you're following that trail he's of blood and dead. he's already dead. No, it yeah. was so wild how like apparently we just did something too fast. And what what was it? Did, did you take the elevator or the... No, you have to take the stairs up, right? I don't know if you, the elevator is even a choice. It is a choice. I made, I looked it up after to make sure because I took the stairs. 
I did too. I took the stairs. The elevator. That's hilarious. I, of course, I was like, no, it's funnier if they climb the stairs. And I love how fast Tifa was and how like Cloud yeah. and Barrett were just kind of like struggling. They're like, oh. I like when you walk in and Barrett's just like, oh, hell no. Like, we're not walking up 64 flights of stairs. And like, no, this is I thought to myself, oh, see, I mean, I guess because I just kind of like walked in. I didn't necessarily wasn't like committing to the stairs. I just thought, oh, yeah. Okay. But I was like, oh, maybe I had to pick the stairs. But I looked it up after a picture, and I'm like, oh, I'll see. I'll try to get Haley to take the elevator so I can. That's hilarious. Bit. Okay, I didn't even I didn't even realize that the elevator was actually still a choice. I thought that maybe it was like the the teasing choice. But yeah. do you fight a lot of battles? I I don't know. That's the only thing I can imagine being different. I have no idea. So I'll, I'll have to. And I have to go back and take the elevator it's next time. Stupid to take the elevator. Can you imagine? It's dumb when we're doing it in the Mako reactor. I'm like, well, I'm gonna shut all these elevators. So funny. Definitely take the stairs in this exploding reactor, but uh, yeah, no, I took the stairs and that was really funny. It was really great. Yeah. It was a good like callback too. I thought. Oh yeah, I loved. I mean, I thought that was so funny. I will say the uh, the Shinra building was actually very cool. It was a very cool like. I don't know. I thought getting around it was pretty cool. And just like the fact that people, the, that people recognized cloud was also pretty wild. Back to, um, which I don't know how much you remember crisis core, but the fact that they name dropped Kunsel was like catnip mm. to me. I was just like, Oh my God. Cause I don't know. what ha- I don't think they've ever really discussed what happened to Kunsel after crisis core. I don't, um, don't, I don't remember. It's been so long since I played. I don't know who, I don't remember who that is. But he's a sax friend, I guess. Oh, okay. In his, but he never takes off his helmet, so he doesn't have like a face or anything. But like, gotcha. he, and he's also this like gossip. Like you talk to him, and he has all the he's got all the dirt. Like, oh my god, I love that. Yeah, you know, like the vice president. Like, um, they say he's um, on like a business trip, but you know, he's actually like he gives you like the full Rufus like being on oh house arrest breakdown. Like that That's nobody's so supposed to know. Like, there's a reason why. <laughs> not telling people that his son tried to kill him or whatever like like he's not just you know he's not letting people know that rufus is on house arrest for god how many years like (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing oh my gosh so the fact that he name dropped console like oh my god console's one alive because i know it might have died yeah two maybe we'll get to see console i don't know but he's great i love that guy he's just a totally faceless character but the fact that he's like oh, i'm gonna go that guy's like i'm gonna go find Kunsel and uh <laughs> we can talk and cloud i'm like no let's wait and see Kunsel. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i love that I love oh and i like yeah the shinra building so cool it was definitely nostalgic i kind of like the whole like fighting you know underground or like in the parking deck i thought that was a really cool addition um I guess, oh my God, I feel like this is our, we've gone, this will be a long podcast. I love it though. I feel like we've, we've really hit a lot of it. Uh, but I do, I guess before we sign off just for this version of it, because I'm sure that, I'm sure there's much more Final Fantasy we can 100% talk. I want to know your final thoughts for, final thoughts of the game and what you would like to see, like what would you like to see happen in part two? And here's my other thing. I will just drop this really quick. The only thing that's stressing me out about that, you know, that this isn't just like a physical game, like how Final Fantasy VII was a physical game. It was four discs. You knew there was a beginning and there was an end. Part of this feels, and the thing that makes me a little nervous where this is very kind of open-ended, 
it feels a little like a cash grab now that it's like a new game. Like, obviously, I want to play it. I'm excited for it. But like, how long am I going to have to wait? Like, I can't wait another five years for mm. part two. Like, that's, it's too long. I can't do it. But then the other part of me is like, how many parts are they going to do? Because if they start going into the territory where they're doing too many parts, at some point, will you lose interest, you know? Here's the thing. I guess Final Fantasy Seven is like my thing, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. I continue to buy every every game that they come out with. It. I mean, I've been following them since. And yeah, all the compilation pieces. Um, and I've enjoyed all of them, really. Um, and I've really enjoyed everything they've added to the story. So there's a part of me that just says, trust them. Yeah. Like, the things I haven't liked at the end of the day, I mean, let's be real, like, Dirge of Cerberus wasn't a great game, but it added a lot of story. It did. All the, the, all the stuff with that was um, backstory was really nice. So this part of me is like, I feel like this should have just been like a movie or like a book because all the <laughs> new stuff was just like, all right, whatever. Like I'm fine with it happening, but like not necessarily. Yeah. Um, but like all that like pre, you know, you know, Vincent obviously existed in a time where it was able to explain really the, the crux of the whole plot of the entire yeah anyway that was off topic but i'm saying it's like the game itself like the mechanics wasn't great but like i still am glad for it just because Mm -hmm. it was so good i i can't imagine they're gonna have more than three games for this i mean i hope not i just who knows but i don't mind if they continue to do sequels um because there's a part of me also is like i'm gonna be really depressed when this is over like i've been waiting for this remake for so long and um what am I going to do when it's done? You know, like what, you yeah. know, I want to keep getting stories within this universe, but what do I want to see? It's really hard. Like a part of me, like I said, the fact that they've teased like, Oh, maybe I can have Zach is insane. Yeah. Um, I would love to see more of him if they change his voice. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, otherwise, like, obviously I'm excited for the, the characters that don't show up yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see Sid and I want to see Vincent and um, maybe have Nanaki be a real party member. I love him. <laughs> oh, how cute was he? Okay, we haven't talked about him at all. We have to I talk can't about think, him. Yeah, we have to talk about him really quick. He's, I can't he's so see, like, I feel like I, I've always liked him, but like within like minutes, I was like, oh my gosh, like he's, I just feel so much for this dog thing, cat, you know, whatever he Tiger. Is. Right. <laughs> so precious. Like, and the yes. way he like pulls those little levers. Oh, <laughs> so, oh my god, I wanted to die. He was so freaking cute. Here's my thing. So Red was actually I call, I left his net his name as like Red Thirteen or Red. But then when I was like, oh, he's Manaki. Um, but I think I just shortened it to Red. Uh, when I played um, Final Fantasy, but I. Like he, I would rotate him in my, like he was yeah. one of my other members that I like loved. Cause like my main cast was like Cloud, Tifa, Barrett. But then I, I would rotate him, obviously him and Aerith in too. But I, I knew she was going to die even before I fully yeah. played the game. So part of me was like, I don't want to make her that strong. I mean, she's just going to yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I love, no, yeah, Red 13, I guess. Well, we're, this is a spoiler this is a spoiler zone, so we're going to call him Nanaki, but we're going to call him by his true name, not by his experiment name. Come on. Um, but yeah, no, he was precious. Like, oh, so cute. I was obsessed with him. 
Yeah, I I mean, I always liked him, but he's a difficult character because he's, like, young, but, like, old. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, like, a teenager, but he's, like, 150 years old or something. And, like... He's in there, species. Yeah, <laughs> like, youthfulness, but also, like, wisdom about him. And I feel like with these new, you know, with, like, the whispers and everything, too, like, he was able to shine a lot. Because, obviously, he he should be able to see them and, and know yes. as much as Aerith or at least, you know, have some idea of what's going on um, yeah. because of his species. Um, and I didn't mind him not being totally a part of the party. Um, yeah. Weird I like that he was like the fourth. I was nice to have like a fourth fighter. I, I mean, a hundred percent. He was doing more than my actual party members. So go yeah, for it. true. Um, there were parts where he was definitely rocking harder than everybody else. You're like, come on now. Yeah. And like, he uh, he was introduced at a point where it would be very weird to like suddenly give us a tutorial on how to use a new party member. Like oh, it, very, it would have been very strange for him to only be in like a few fight, you know, boss fights. But getting him at that time, and then yeah, having him like go after Hojo and like oh, he was precious. Like I just so was, like, oh, like I'm so I, I I loved him. I thought he was great. Um, it also made me so excited. And here's the thing. I will like revolt if they don't add in Cosmo Canyon or they, they don't do that whole story about like the backstory with him and his dad and how he yeah. thought his dad had really abandoned the village. But turns out his dad was like the strong warrior who was the statue. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to make me cry yeah, just no. thinking about it. It's going to make me oh, cry. Yeah. It'd be, it's going to be, yeah. I'm sure they're not. Oh. I mean, they've done nothing but add. They haven't really taken anything out. Yes, right? I just, my fear, my fear is because once they start to diverge, I just don't want them to diverge past that. Like, that's Remember, such an epic part. That happened so long ago that that can't change. So, you know, the <laughs> is pretty, like, set in stone. True. Ooh, hopefully. True. Or we're on a completely different timeline and the dad never died. I don't think. <laughs> I guess that like, uh, one of the things is the fact that it hasn't changed much. Like, they really haven't changed very much in this timeline. I'm thinking, like, because now you have, you know, some of these things are going to deal with timeline issues. Vincent yeah. is a linchpin to the point where you could use just one action of Vincent to completely change a timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, Vincent wakes up at a different time, or Vincent does something different when he was an idiot Turk. But, like, um, he would be a very easy character to use to change a timeline early on. Yeah. Um, like I said, one action. It'll be but, interesting. Um, It'll be very interesting to see what happens. Uh, but I'm going to let you continue. <laughs> I don't know where they're going with it. And I, I'm pretty open to it. But yeah, I agree. I can't imagine we we can't wait five years for another game. No. Um, I don't think it'll be that. I mean, in all actuality, I really don't believe it'll be that long. But like, there's a part of me that even feels like two years is too long. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I didn't, it just mind I didn't mind waiting for this installment, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. But, like, once you start a story, now we're in the middle of a story. Yes. You, know? uh, you can't – people are going to forget. It's going to be hazy. I mean, obviously, people might re- will replay it and stuff. But, like, you want to, like, keep them engaged because otherwise you're going to start losing people. That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. like, what I – that's my other thing. It's, like, I just feel like they can't – they cannot do a Kingdom Hearts. You know what I mean? It yeah. cannot go I mean, the fact that five I'm- to seven years. I didn't play Kingdom Hearts 3 because it got to a point where I went, I don't remember what was happening and I don't care yep. anymore. Exactly. I admittedly will not do that with Final Fantasy 7 because I'm obsessed with it. It's my favorite thing yes. all the time. But like other people will. Enough yeah. people will. Like, 
Um, you can't, like I said, the first entry, you can keep pushing that off. I didn't, you know, that's fine. But like, once we get once, you know, now that that's out, we have to have these come out in a timely manner. Yeah. I mean, even if it's some sort of like, I don't know, because I know, I think with 15, weren't they kind of doing these, um, sort of like expansions to it? Weren't they adding things? What are they called? D DLRs or D DLC, you know, what are they? They're called DLC. I'm always so close to information yeah. and then you're really bad at acronyms really <laughs> it could be <laughs> we'll I watch think you're right. FMPs or whatever <laughs> FMAs you know, oh my god all the FMAs guys you know what come over to the discord we're gonna watch an FMA together <laughs> you'll get that joke if you listen to the first podcast with Jelena <laughs> But yeah, no. Um, two years to me is fine. Like I feel like that's expected. You know, you're not a. I hope not. I'm so hoping. Like, I hope they can do it in a year. That's my. I, that's my real hope. I doubt it, especially this year. Especially considering oh, you're right. Probably not you're working right. on it for several you're months. Right. The this year's we're all hosed. It's gonna be two years. This year we're doesn't all. count. So yeah, yeah. Doesn't even count. So they ha they have a whole two years to work on it. What yes. a nightmare. A hundred percent true. I mean, I think you're right. I just I hope that maybe they figure out something. But then I, I did end up talking about this a little bit with Ryan where I was just like, dang, they are really gonna make a killing off this game. Because think about it, you bought Final Fantasy Seven, the four discs, full game for like fifty bucks back in whenever it originally came out, or you know, a few years after it had come out. Back then, but maybe with inflation. Maybe with inflation, I, or maybe it was thirty. I can't remember. I remember it being a little expensive, but also I think when by the time I played it, I went to GameStop and I was able to get it, it like a used version of the game. So I paid maybe fifteen dollars for it. Um, I was like, come on, GameStop. But uh, yeah, I just but I'm like, dang, they're gonna really rake in the money, especially if depending on how they decide to like move this forward. I hope that that just doesn't become you know, that they really continue for the love of the game, that they don't go too crazy with too many, like, I get it, you can make a new game and you can basically do whatever you want is where we're at now, that they can just yeah. do whatever, which is cool. Yeah, like I said, there's part of me that's like jaded and wants to be like, oh, bringing people back to life is cheap and dumb, or whatever. Yeah. There's also part of me that's like, is this just going to be a love letter of these characters into this game, into this world where like, it's just the good, like everybody lives and everything's good. Like, it's such a sad, like, uh, um, you know story really at the end of the day and I really feel like I wouldn't mind that sort of like a just like a weird happy version of this game like there's already so much strife in the in the um you know backstory of it yeah already. if you you know have these characters all kind of just live I don't know I, I I'm interested to see where what the you know canon take on that would be yeah and I, it's, so I like, it's all been so tragic because you know, the whole thing is like Cloud shouldn't be the hero of the story. You know, Zach was, yeah. you know, he should have been the protagonist. He's the hero. He's got all the traits of a hero. Yes. He's got all the skills and all the knowledge and all the, but he essentially sacrificed himself. He, he essentially did the heroic thing and sacrificed yeah. Cloud. And now Cloud's the hero who has none of the capabilities of a hero. He just happens to kind of fall into the role. So, it's yeah, kind so of, true. Oh, maybe this is how it you know, was supposed to go. Mm -hmm. is very interesting, I think. Yeah, I definitely agree. I actually, so 
at first I was also a little like, oh my God, I can't believe they did this, blah, blah, blah. Like, what was the point? Like, I'm like, I love all these characters. Yeah, you guys could have definitely sold me on a version of this game where you're bringing back all the characters and then you're doing different things with them. Fine, you know, yeah. live your life. I would have still played that game. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, don't call it a remake then. Uh, but I do... I also was like, once I had like a minute, I took like a day or so to kind of just rethink it. And then I was, I was excited about it. I go, how fun, like what, what an experience to now like get to play this game, how people who are discovering the game for the very first time, like how fun in a way to think you have an idea, but then, you know, something wild, like they kill Barrett, like just comes out of nowhere. And you're just like, what is happening? I go, that's also like really exciting. Can you imagine if they I mean, it was it was crazy. It was the absolute most insane thing. I I think I I was in my living room by myself, and I think I screamed, "No!" Yes. Like, no. Like, if you're making changes, that's not the change to make. What are you doing? I was so wild. I think my other flip of the coin to that was like, I'm "Like, are they going to kill Tifa now?" I'm like, I don't know. Like, are they just going to try to really mess with us and go a whole different direction? Everybody I just guys accept Aerith. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody else dies. That's it. That's how this game ends. It's reverse Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. It's the final, final phase. I'm on board with just a, like, a, a version of events. Where I, I'm a little, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, this was false advertising. Why did you hype me for a remake and not give me one? But yeah. it's just talking, like, uh, you know, I at the end of the day, I'm okay with what it is, and hopefully I can get And I'm just, I actually really haven't looked into what people are saying, which is funny because yeah. I was... I was so like ingrained in this fandom like back in the day and yeah I don't even know where people do fandom anymore but like I you know I don't really know what people are saying I've been kind of blissfully unaware of what yeah um you know what the theories are like what what people are you know what people think about certain things so I mean everything I've said has been very much so uh, you know, clean opinion, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Not tainted looked, by other people's views. I looked up a few, like, afterwards, I looked up a few, like, just straight up walkthrough information, like, just like I said, to look up, like, what did I do wrong and, or what did I do right in Walmart or whatever. But, like, that's it. Yeah. That's external information I've really had of this game. And I'm just like, I'm just here for, you know, you know, we're going to get more of the characters that we love. I, I love that we're probably going to get more Turks because, like I said, I'm, I'm obsessed. I love them and I love them even more now. Um, and yeah, I agree. Probably more of Rufus, who I've always I I love Rufus. I think he's a great character. He's so petty, um, <laughs> but very fair play. A real fair play villain. He's real great. Yeah, um, I love that. It's just Rufus and the Turks are such an interesting dynamic in their own, and then they introduce him in such a way. I don't even know how to describe it in this game. Like, yeah, oh, I loved everything about him. I'm yeah, like, first like, of all, why is Rufus so hot? So hot. <laughs> These these lines, and they're all. I'm like, why are you flirting so hard? Like, I don't remember you being like. What is that? Like I said, I remember. I told you I was like half asleep when I first played it. So I when I played against him, like, yeah, he was giving me a bit of a tough time. So I replayed. I had to replay his fight a lot, and like, yes. And when he's like, I don't. I remember what Cloud says to him. Like, I don't. Like, you don't own me, and or something. And he says something like, Oh, don't say that. He has this very like. Like, oh, I'm like, dang, where did this come from? Like, I mean, I'm all right. Like, and he just looks and his the voice acting very good for Rufus. And yeah, he's also part of me as a cosplayer. Like, he comes on this this helicopter, and I'm just like, 
crying for anybody who wants to cosplay Rufus because that is the most ridiculous jacket. Like, it was already ridiculous. He already was wearing, like, five layers and, like, all this weird stuff. And now I'm like, oh, my God, this is the most complicated. Oh, yeah. Strappy. And he also has the tiniest waist. Like, he has to be corseted in that thing, right? Because it's, like, six layers, and he's got a waist that's, like, you know, 24 inches around. I'm just like, what is this outfit? No sense, but I love it. I, 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 I can't, he's so fabulous and I, I hope we get more of him just being him because also why did they change the name of the dog? Did you notice that? It was weird. His dog's name was definitely, I, I'm like 95% sure his dog's name was Dark Nation. That's, I don't even remember, I don't remember that at all. I mean, I remembered him having a dog. I just don't yeah. remember what the original dog's name was. They called him Dark Star in this, which admittedly is a way cooler name. It's a better name than Dark Nation, but like, it just seems like a strange change. Like, I'm just like, why? Okay, like, I'm all right with it, but like, why? All right. That's so Fate. funny. Yeah, Fate exactly. And Rufus named his dog a different thing. <laughs> that was it. That's that, and that's the only change. <laughs> point, point, dog's name is going to be important. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I feel like you and I, I guys, if you want a part three or two of this uh, conversation, and then after Haley gets in here, we can we can even go down the rabbit hole again if you're interested in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I, I love it. This was the conversation I was looking to have. I fell down the rabbit hole because I guess because I feel like I beat the game very quickly. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I ran through it. I couldn't help myself. There were times where I thought I was going to skip some of those side missions, but I just couldn't in the long run. Because um, I was just like, no, I kind of have to do it. And I'll regret, I feel like I'll regret not doing it. But at the same time, I also was like, I have to keep going forward. Like, I cannot not play this game. Like, I have to know the ending because A, I didn't want to be spoiled. And B, I was like, what's happening? So I just I had to. And then because nobody else had beaten the game by the time I had beaten the game, I just really fell down the rabbit hole. I think my yeah. Google question was, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Idol Fantasy VII Remake, what? <laughs> I finished it, right? And I'm sitting in the living room. And I think I even had, like, headphones on or something. And Haley is in our dining nook, which is behind the TV. And I can't yeah. see it because she didn't feel like it. I'm just like, I'm literally standing like, like, what? What is happening? What just happened? I'm like shaking. Like, I can't, what is happening? I need to, I need to talk about this. And it's been two weeks and I have not talked about it. And we didn't get all the points. I don't know if there's enough points for another thing, but like, I, I have so much, you know, and I have to say, like I said, Final Fantasy VII, I have so much love for this game and this this whole series and these characters in this world. And it really is an excellent love letter, even though I have, a lot of complaints, I guess, but like at the end of the day, it it, it was magical. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I agree. Um, oh, you know what? I have to ask you this before we go. Who did you go on? Who was on your date? Who did the or like the not the date, but technically the date uh, when Aerith is kidnapped and you're staying at her mom's house and Cloud walks out onto the uh, outside. I think like he wakes up from a dream or something. Did you talk with Tifa? Did you talk with Barrett? Or did you see Aerith? I don't remember. I guess That's it was, so I have no idea. I didn't know there was like a branch here. Oh, it was. I had Tifa. I think it might have been Aerith then because that wouldn't have felt, like I felt like I was talking to like a ghost or something at that point. Or yes, like, then it was, then you had Aerith. Yes, I had Aerith. Okay. 
I actually had Tifa. Interesting. Which is so funny. It's just based on the I choices. Like that. I, I want to see what parent was. I, <laughs> I know you have to do something very well. Oh, the what determines who you end up talking to is when everybody falls from something and pe- everybody's laying on the ground. And if, whoever you talk to first is the person that you end up talking to on oh, this like play. Yeah, it was. I don't remember there ever being all three of them. Uh, it's, it's, that's what I read because everybody said Barrett was an option too. I was like, how, but like, are you talking about the only time I can think of that happening was in the sewers. After it was the sewers. I think Barrett it, it must've been, I don't know. I I'll have to Google. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> Do you just walk away and not talk to either of them? Yeah. Maybe if we just don't talk to any of them, <laughs> you just get Barrett. You just stare at them for like five minutes. Like get up girls. <laughs> You just walk off, actually, and then you just get buried. I'll, I'll I'll Google it. I'll find it, and I'll let you know um, where it is. But yeah. Also, we could uh, we could jump on Twitch at some point, and we could just do a live stream of talking more about Final Fantasy VII too, if that's something that's you great. want to do. Yeah, uh, because then seven forever. <laughs> I think we should do that. So, uh, guys, if you're not following Adults Talking Anime on Twitter, follow us at Adults Anime, or if you want to follow us on the Discord, it's Adults Talking Anime Plus, or uh, head on over to, I was going to say the Patreon, you can, I don't necessarily post the updates there, but I can, um, and I will let you know what the Twitch link is in the show notes down below, and we'll let you guys know when that's going to happen, if that's something that interests you, come and chat with both me and Jelena, and we'll talk about Final Fantasy VII super, super in-depth, Jelena. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the coming on the show again. And obviously, I cannot wait to have you back on the show again because I know uh, we're going to do a Naruto episode, and that's when we're bringing Haley back, and we're going to talk like in depth about Naruto. Oh, I don't know if I told everybody I finished Naruto. Yay! Your homework <laughs> was finished. That was my homework. Uh, I finally finished Naruto during the quarantine. Um, with that said, you guys, you have to go check out Jelena's Instagram. She's still killing the game, doing tons of quarantine cosplays. They're amazing. Her and Haley are putting up some great stuff. So I'm going to leave her show notes down below uh, how you can follow her. Uh, but it would be Jelena7 on Instagram. Anything you want to throw in? Um, no, this has been great. Uh, I feel like your sign-off music tonight should be uh the stamp theme song yeah (laughs) um just that's that's my ending note on um also one of my favorite things from found by seven the stamp i'll uh i'll have to look into it see if i get hit with a copyright (laughs) (laughs) all right lady thank you so much all right you guys you've been listening to adults talking anime plus i have been in the drink where you were just talking with Jelena B7. So I guess that's it and bye! <laughs>